This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, September 11th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Americans are commemorating 9-11 with tributes that have been altered by coronavirus precautions and woven into the presidential campaign, drawing both President Donald Trump and Democratic challenger Joe Biden to pay respects at the same memorial without crossing paths. In New York, a dispute over coronavirus safety precautions is leading to split-screen remembrances Friday, one at the September 11th Memorial Plaza at the World Trade Center and another on a nearby corner. The Pentagon's observance will be so restricted that not even victims' families can attend, though small groups can visit the memorial there later in the day. Trump and Biden are both headed at different times to Flight 93 National Memorial near Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Trump is speaking at the morning ceremony, the White House said. Biden plans to pay respects there in the afternoon after attending the observance at the 9-11 Memorial in New York. Meanwhile, Vice President Mike Pence is also due at Ground Zero and then at the alternate ceremony a few blocks away. The Garden of Reflection will be hosting a drive-through ceremony in Lower Makefield Township, Bucks County. During the ride, visitors will be able to tune their car radios to hear speeches from 9-11 family members and clergy. Out of the nearly 3,000 people killed on September 11th, uh, from the September 11th terror attacks, 18 of them lived in Bucks County. An HVAC employee is facing charges after authorities made a strange discovery inside the girls' bathroom of the Camden County School this week. Officials at Glen Landing Middle School say on September 9th they found mirrors installed Hmm. on the stalls inside one of the bathrooms. Police say school officials became suspicious and suspected someone could be using the mirrors to peer into the stalls from an air conditioning vent above. According to the Gloucester Township Police Department, 51-year-old Gregory Melee of West Deptford is being charged with endangering the welfare of a child, invasion of privacy, and possession of child pornography. Gloucester Township Police Chief said that there were uh, 12 by 12 mirrors in three different stalls and electronic devices were recovered. Melee was an eight-year employee of Multitemp Mechanical Incorporated located in Westville. The company was contracted by the Gloucester Township Board of Education to perform uh, the HVAC services in the school. Police are still trying to find out if uh, this man may have set up mirrors at other schools and police are urging anyone who think that they might have been a victim to contact the Gloucester Township Police Department. Could you imagine how chilling that would be to find out this was going on or that you might have been in there? One of these. Right. Oh, come yeah. on. Well, and if, if you're a parent, yeah. you're a kid at the school, I mean, wow. Yeah. That's horrifying. Yeah, yeah. absolutely horrifying. So they don't know. I, I mean, I'm assuming they're contacting some other schools that he may have worked in. Um, but they are asking that uh, if anybody thinks that they could have been. Uh, I mean, I would imagine they're going to get a lot of calls. Oh, but, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It doesn't hurt. So oh, yeah. if, if you, you know, you've gone to the bathroom in those schools, make sure you call. After more than two decades, the roar to the shore is canceled, not because of the pandemic, but rather the outlaw biker gang, the Pagans. Organizers of the event say the city denied permits for this year's event after the Pagans motor motorcycle gang held its national convention during the event last year. They did a walking parade down Atlantic Avenue. As a group, there was a large contingent of outlaw bikers crying out Pagan Nation, and that was too much for the business community to grasp, said Roland Roy, an organizer for Roar to the Shore. Chad uh, Lackey, the executive director of the New Jersey State Commission of Investigations, released a report this month detailing a string of violent incidents allegedly connected to the Pagans in recent years. The report includes the beating of a bar owner and a landlord in South Jersey. They had been working on trying to get them to yell out bachelor nation uh, <laughs> but uh they couldn't come to terms where was this kath because i know that they used to try and do it down in uh wildwood and that was canceled case where's year. the shamrock bar 
Do you know? Is that Wildwood? Mm, I don't know. Uh, uh, because they're still going to host them this weekend. So they're saying even though the event was canceled, um, the Pagans are still going to go down this weekend. It says the Shamrock Bar is expected to host uh, the Outlaw Gang. So I don't. They're having uh, a lovely brunch, I heard. I'm not sure where that is. <laughs> a Pagan sandwiches. brunch. <laughs> Uh, Lackey well, the, says oh, that the, this is the hollandaise sauce is to die for. <laughs> says the increasing violence is getting more brazen. Uh, the Commission of Investigations is recommending the New Jersey Attorney General's office create a task force to monitor mm. uh, and investigate the Pagan's motorcycle gang to help small communities affected by them. There were a number of bars I remember growing up on Long Island where. Uh, <laughs> Biker bar, right? Yeah, like a couple of them. And yeah. so what would happen is the bars were used by the local like uh, college kids and high school kids, but they knew that for like a week or two-week period, don't go there. Oh, yeah. Because the pagans would come in yeah. and take control, and then they'd leave. And that was sort of the understanding. But it was, it was so common. Yeah. It's uh, Wildwood. It is Wildwood. Yeah, it's yep. the Pacific Avenue Wildwood. Yeah. All right, in sports this morning. <laughs> The Chiefs open the 2020 NFL regular season Thursday night against the Texans in Kansas City with fans in Arrowhead Stadium. Patrick Mahomes threw three touchdown passes and rookie running back Clyde Edwards-Lahare. Hilaire. Rushed for 138 yards and a touchdown as the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Houston Texans 34-20. to The Eagles open their season in Washington. They play the Washington football team on Sunday. Kickoff is at 1 o'clock. It still cracks me up. I know. The Washington football team. I had it listed as the Redskins. I was like, wait a minute. No. The Phillies bullpen allowed four runs in the last two innings. Uh, and the Marlins came back for a 7-6 victory in last night's game. The loss was the Phillies' fourth in their last six games. They fell to 21-19 and 19 and slipped to three games behind first place Atlanta. The Braves staged a late rally and won at Washington. The Phils play a doubleheader today in Miami. The first game is set for 5-10. The second game scheduled for 8-10. The NHL playoffs continue tonight with the Islanders hosting the Lightning at 8 o'clock. And in the NBA, the Clippers will look to close out their series with the Nuggets tonight at 6-30 and tip off for Game 7 of the Raptors-Celtics series is at 9 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much. Welcome, dear friend. If you are on your way home from work, congratulations. You made it. The weekend is yours. And uh, if not, if you're on, doing the opposite on the way in, Few more hours to go, and there you. Uh, that's all you got. Your weekend is before you. Uh, you're right. I don't care what scenario you deal with. The weekend is the weekend, and you yes. can't take that away from it. No, and I've, and as I've said before, I, I've, uh, Casey's brought me around to a beautiful thing that uh, Thursday after work, it's already <laughs> Friday. Yeah, man. Right. So therefore, as of right now, it's already it's already the weekend, but it's not Saturday yet. I want no. my Friday. No, no, no. To no. Enjoy the evening. I think, I think we discussed Friday is actually my, Friday might be the most important day. Of of the weekend, yeah, because you have the weekend ahead of you. It's yeah. all wide open. Yeah, yeah. I had posed a question. I was surprised at the response that I got on what day is better, Friday or Sunday. I mean, for people who oh. don't work on the weekend, not, not close. Not, not even close. You don't even have to. You, like, no, 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 no. no. Sunday, Sunday is Sunday is. You're there. The priest has just talked to you, and you're heading down <laughs> to the electric chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Sunday you just think about all day having to go to work. On right, Monday. right. Me anyway. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in that camp too. Exactly. Sunday Friday, yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, what's that? The Sunday scaries. Sunday scaries. I like it. But yeah. isn't Sunday fun day? That exists for you. It doesn't. Sundays, <laughs> right? The Sunday Sunday fun day leads into the Sunday scaries. Okay. All right. That's so like after the after sun goes that. down. Okay. I got you. <laughs> All 
All right. Well, listen, Casey. I want to start off on a positive note because sometimes Casey catches some, some guff on the uh, on the text messages. This simply says, "Casey boy, I love you." Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I know. And uh, thank that... you, Mrs. Fosbender. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, who's, who's, Grandma. Who's Jay Bam Bam? <laughs> <laughs> actually, it might actually JBB. be Jay Bam. It might be Bam Bam. But I do want to say thank you to. Uh, there's a guy named Rich Schofield uh, from Mayfair. He sent me like the nicest email yesterday. He's like, "I'm not looking for a shard out. Just want to let you know, I think you rock." So, uh, Rich, thank you for that. And then also a, a woman named Jessica Scrabut. 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 I don't know, Jessica. If she thank meant you. a lot to you. You'd learn her name. Well, I, you're absolutely <laughs> right. So, I how would you say it? Scra- I have no Scrabut? idea. I think you're doing fine. Anyway, she sent me a really, really nice email, and these emails mean a lot, and they usually come at the right exact time. So, Jessica sent this to me, and she also wanted to give a shout out to her life partner, her her soulmate. Uh, who I don't know his name, but anyway, that's for her uh, soulmate. Go. Right. Uh, she wanted to give a shout out to him. There you okay. go. By the way, if this if this were not nine eleven, I would proclaim it uh, Love Casey Boy Day. Yes. Uh, with all this love going around, it's, but yeah. we have a more important observation today, and obviously yeah. that is September 11th, and we will do our uh, moment of silence later on in the program. Uh, we do have some other things planned today. We have some guests joining us. Uh, Matthew Broussard. Uh, is going to be performing at Punchline tonight and Saturday. So they do this patio thing, which is yeah. really cool. It is cool. So we'll uh, we'll talk to Matthew a little bit later on. Our friends from uh, Dunkin' Donuts have some uh, an announcement to make as mm-hmm. well. So we're going to talk to our, uh, our friend Jennifer, who is from uh, Dunkin' later on. I know you're excited about that. So uh, A to Z, back to school, right? We're continuing on. We're in the letter S as we speak. So that will roll. If you want to follow along, WMMR.com keeps... Uh, keeps track of the uh, of the songs. I'm sorry. What did it say? It says Mrs. Clubfoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Mrs. She was a nun. Was well, Sister Clubfoot. Sister Clubfoot. <laughs> Sister Clubfoot. This is why. This is why you need to listen to the show all the time. You're uh, hobbling. So you will get the references. All right. Anyhow, these things and more are taking place. We're going to break. Come back in a second. In the entertainment report with a stupid question and giveaways is up next. Don't move. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. There's no better time to say I love you, and there's no better time to get engaged. Steven Singer's team of real experts are ready to help. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, our, our assistant, Connor, also known as Moose, the Moose, found song number one. It's from a Russian group called Cerebro. It has to be an X-Men reference, doesn't it? It's got to be, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyhow, from 2007. I bet you it's awesome. It looks like it was, a, it says the Eurovision Song Contest. So I guess maybe they were doing it in one of those, you know, uh, Russia's Got Talent. Your song of, was really good. Uh, type of thing. So I don't know. All right. Thank you, Connor. Thanks, Moose. All right. So. Why don't you forget about Moose for a moment? For a moment, if you would, please. So uh, let me see. Uh, today's stupid question prize is a carload of passes for up to four people uh, for the Jurassic Quest. Uh, and go ahead, Case. Why don't you Thank forget you. the moose for a moment? Uh, so here's an interesting question. What is the most expensive Disney film in the animated canon? The most expensive Disney film in the animated canon. Huh. Yeah. I could. That's There's a lot that, that I could give you a little bit of a hint. Casey, would it well, be safe to say that this is maybe your all-time favorite Disney animated movie? No. Oh, never it's mind. Not. I just prefer it over another one. Okay. okay. Well, All you right. actually gave a little bit of a clue there. 
215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. All right. There's a lot of birthdays today. Let's so go. Going to go through these on uh, Friday, September 11th. Uh, Harry Connick Jr. has a birthday today. Turns uh, 53 years old. He's been here in our studio before. Yeah, you know, we, there's always been different takes on Harry Connick Jr. You know, whether he can be a, a bit of a dick or whatever. He's always been really nice on our show. He's, yep. he's I like him as an actor, as a musician. He's super talented. Yeah. Way uh, off. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a good actor as well. Yeah, exactly. So he's 53 today. Brian De Palma. Yes, great director. Uh, the director has done a lot of great movies over the years, including some of the biggies, Scarface and The Untouchables. I watched today a documentary about him, and he hung out, you know, obviously his peers are Steven Spielberg and George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola, and nice group to be in. It's wild to see pictures of them when they were in their Kids. 20s. Yeah, oh yeah. Hanging out together, shooting pool and stuff like that. Right, right. Uh, he's 80 today. So he's, wow. He was also at one point married to Nancy Allen, who was, of course, the bitchy girl in Carrie. Yeah, in fact, he directed that. Yep. Uh, Christy McNichol. Uh, the actress is 58 today. Family was the show. Family. family. <laughs> yeah. I'm, the, I'm the patriarch of the family. Uh-huh. And Little Darlings. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, yes. Amanda Tatum Sa- O'Neill. And Amanda Sante. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ludacris has a birthday today. The rapper and the actor is 43. What is he acted in? Uh, uh, Fast and Furious? He's in, yeah. he's in the oh, Fast okay. and Furious films. Yep. I don't watch the Fast I and Furious. I just saw him in something. Like, it was like a... Cameo role, and it was funny. What was it? Was Little it a- Darlings 2? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I, no. Oh, God, Kathy. I, th- I feel like it's something on Netflix. It's ludicrous. All right. I'm going to look it up. All right, look it up. <laughs> he is uh, 43 today. Moby, the musician. Oh, my God. Casey, this is Casey's version of Moby. <laughs> I forgot about this. <laughs> I haven't heard this in ages, man. <laughs> Being caught in the pouring rain. in the pouring rain. Case said he could write. He could write a hit like he's pretty uh, like spot Bobby. On. Yeah, uh, he's fifty-five. Uh, Johnny Buckland, who plays guitar for Coldplay, turns 43 years old today. A shredder, right? Oh, man, does he rip it apart. Well, at the end of this song, there's a nice little shreddy part, which is why I'm playing it. But there aren't very many. It doesn't need to be. No, it doesn't need to be. He plays the way the music needs him to play. It's not what it calls for. And therefore, he listen, there there are a lot of great guitar players who are not necessarily shredding players. They just uh, they play wonderful chords and give it that beautiful sound. So he's 43 today. Uh, another band from kind of the alt world, uh, Richard Ashcroft, singer of the Verve. Yeah, uh, is forty nine years old. Okay. Oh, he's dug that was band. Their song? Yeah, were they Bittersweet, Bittersweet Symphony? Symphony. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. I love the story about them where the Rolling Stones gave them the credit for the song, like just mm. a year or two ago. Yeah, they gave them uh, after they gave them the money for using the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the sample. Well, yeah. they gave them the money like twenty five years later after the song came out. <laughs> I remember right when this tune came out. This was uh, I loved it from the get go. Such yeah. a beautiful. Sound. The video is really, I think, cool. He's walking along. I don't you know, remember. He's it. just walking along on a street, sort of bumping into people as he's moving along. That's cool. Uh, 49 years old today, Richard Ashcroft. Uh, now, from the classic rock world, Tommy Shaw of oh. Sticks. Always have liked Tommy Shaw. I just listened to uh, some Sticks. You know, they had their place. Oh, most definitely. Absolutely. I love Sticks. In fact, yeah. I, I think I posted something on. On Twitter a few months back when Dennis DeYoung had posted a video of him singing, I'm like, I'm, I'm saying it. I like Sticks. I'm a fan. I always have. I yeah. caught crap for it because they were more of a girly rock band. They were. Because women liked them because they wrote love songs and things like that. But 
Listen, there there's some pretty anthemic things. Sweet Madam Blue, that's Love an it. unbelievable piece of music. Yeah. It's fantastic. So, anyhow, Tommy Shaw, um, great singer and a good guitar player, too. He's 67. Uh, also celebrating a birthday today is Mickey Hart of the Grateful Dead, who sat right here in the studio. He did. And he was a lot of fun. He was. Yeah, he was a... Um, You're not a massive Dead fan. I'm not a massive Dead fan, but I appreciate, I think we appreciate... What they mean. Yeah, I, I like the hits. Yeah. I, I like the hits, but when you start diving deep and especially into the live, listen, I went to see them live. I left at the intermission. I'm like, this is boring, the living hell. Thanks! You didn't take the right drugs. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there were, there were people that were, I mean, it was as if they were seeing their savior in oh, front yeah. of them. And I mean, bowing down on the ground and being all serious. I'm like, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> But God bless you. So yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, so yeah, uh, but Mickey was great, and and I do appreciate the Grateful Dead. I'm just not a big fan. Uh, he is 77. Uh, e. G. Daly. No, we had we, we had, had her, her in the studio. studio. Yep, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. She's Dottie, and she was the voice of uh, Tommy Pickles and Rugrats. What I didn't know is she was the voice of Buttercup and the Powerpuff Girls too. Wow. Huh. She can and, do it all. And she's, she has a small part saving in a movie you and I oh, love, yeah. which is Fandango, uh, which is definitely worth seeing. She's sometime. also in, um, uh, she's in Valley Girl. Is she in Valley Girl? Yeah, I haven't seen yeah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. And so Better long. Off Dead, she's the uh, she's lead singer of the band at the dance. That's right. Uh, she's 59 today. Uh, Lola Falana. Lola, legs Lola. Uh, singer, dancer, actress. That's all it says here. Uh, very, I know the name. I just don't know anything about her. Very Halle Berry-esque. Okay. She is very uh, attractive. 78 today. Oh, and from Camden, New Jersey. Get out. Yeah. Okay. Happy birthday, Lola. Uh, Virginia Madsen, great yep. actress. Uh, had a bit of a um, resurgence in Sideways. Came out of nowhere. And... She was uh, Candyman as well, the original Candyman. Yeah, that's right. Uh, she's 59 today. Amy Madigan. Field of Dreams, Uncle Buck, Carnival, and others. She is 70. Married to Ed Harris, and she is... Married to Ed Harris? Yes, Amy Madigan. And she's also in one of my favorite movies of all time, Places in the Heart. Why do I not know that? She, that they were married. <laughs> For okay. 37 years they've been Man. married. And Ed Harris was in our studio one time. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty damn cool. Quinky Dink? Yeah, he was great. Not... All right, and the last birthday, love this gal, Taraji P. Henson. Yes. And it's a big birthday for her today. She is 50 years old. I just watched the other day, and I'd only seen parts of it, uh, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Yeah, what'd you think? It's 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 nice. It, uh, yeah, it's very yeah. heartfelt. Uh, and, you know, there, there are a lot of uh, tender and sad moments in yes. it. Yes. Um, and it's it's a weird concept, most definitely. Ages in reverse. Yeah, but but I did like it. Uh, it's it's odd, but nice. Uh, Hidden Figure, she's great in that hustle and flow, and so on. She's fifty years old today. If you haven't watched the Best of Enemies, I think it oh. just came on recently. I saw. I got started watching part of it, and I'm like, okay, I could sink my teeth into this. It looks looks great. It's intense. It's a little crazy. I love Sam Rockwell. Um, mm-hmm. and she stars in it, and she's amazing. It's a true life story too. And at the very end. They show oh, footage. Yeah, da, da, da. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> they show footage of the actual people? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's how, what I was going to say. How could you? Yeah. yeah. How could you? Uh, well, listen, she said at the end. You just I, 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 Exactly. No. But, no, he's a, he's a Klansman. Uh, she's obviously uh, uh, black, and it's in the 1960s, I think, early 60s, something yes. like that. And uh, they end up forging a relationship, oh. and it's it's well, a really was, interesting okay. concept. So, so, so you kind of know what happens at All the right. end. Um, all right, let's see if we can get an answer to this question. What is the most expensive Disney film in the animated canon of their world? 215-263-WMMR. It is Nikki. 
we're going to go to. Hey, Nick Hey, what's up, fellas? Yo, Nick Hey, <laughs> do me a favor. Tell me the movie, please. I woke up with a bad hair day this morning. I'm going to go with Tangled. You are correct. Oh. Yep. Hang on. Tangled uh, was the most expensive? It cost $260 million to make, yeah. What the hell did they spend why? that on? Yeah, why? why? I, now, this may be me talking on my ass, but when it comes to animation, one of the hardest things to replicate is hair. No. Really? I have seen that, yes, because of how the way it moves yeah. and, and the way things are, and especially if, if it's uh, hair in water, if it gets wet or something like that. I did read that, that it is very, very difficult to animate. If that has anything to do with the expense, I have no Maybe idea. Maybe that was at the beginning of that because now they can, the stuff they can do is astonishing. Yeah, but still think some things are harder than others. Yeah. Oh, so no, absolutely. So it was probably at the beginning of a lot of that. So that might be it. Who knows? Google, I do Google know. says the high cost of the film is thought to be because it's a combination of hand-drawn animation and flashy computer animation. Really? There's a lot of hand-drawn animation. Well, they hand-drew and animated the pubes. Oh, so, But okay. the computer stuff I told you, is, hair. Yeah. yeah. Hair, man. I didn't see that edit. All right. Uh, but anyhow, it's a great movie. It's one of my favorites. Better right. than Frozen. Let's <laughs> let's get into the entertainment <laughs> report. Kim Kardashian is dispelling the long-standing rumors that she has an extra toe. She has a club foot. <laughs> Wait, seriously? I swear to God. 39-year-old took to Instagram stories to shut down the, quote, really wild speculation. She captioned the video very baffling. In it, she counted out her five toes and explained that there is a part of her foot that when pushed down can look like an extra one. So it's probably from pictures of her on the red carpet somewhere. Jammed where somebody into zoomed, a shoe. Yes, yeah. somebody zoomed like into one of those her super foot. Ass, she's got, um, she's got uh, a little beefier feet, I think, so that Does could she? happen. Oh, yeah. Look, you I, even knew about her beefy well, feet. Well, there's a picture she posted on Instagram. Of the foot where she counted out her toe. Like, that's, oh. that's not an over, overly feminine foot, would you say? I think it's. I thought it was John Madden. I think it's funny, and I I I like that she addressed it. All right, all right. Well, she said, and I quote: "When I wear a shoe, it like smashes down right here, and in a picture, (laughs) I don't know why it looks like a sixth toe." Uh, So that's what she had to say. She added, "I hope that answered my six-toe question." Because I only have five toes on each foot. Have you ever seen the thing they do it all the time? They'll do it with, uh, I guess, uh, Casey, you've seen the videos on America's Funny Home Videos where they get a grandma to sit there and they'll count her and say, you have 11 fingers. Yes. And they count in a special way that throws them off. No, we, used no. to do it, we used to go one, two, skip these three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's right, right, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so one, two, uh, one, two, skip these three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. That's wild. <laughs> It's because I say three. Skip, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, skip these three, and then I go to four. One, gotcha. two. I've only counted two. Okay. So that's, see how that works? Yeah. Try it on your kids today. Mm-hmm. Hey, a friend of mine, her son, has uh, an extra toe on each foot. That's oh, pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Um, I forgot I what that's think called. That they, I, I think they did go get it. The, the Lost Boys had that, too. I think they did get it removed. Really? Yeah, I'm okay. almost positive. Can that like, throw? I, can that throw your? I, 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 I thought no, that gave you more support. So no, it had no like it kind of was just hanging. A superfluous so, uh, oh. fa- uh, toe. Okay. Yeah, like sure. it didn't have any movement or anything. Hang like toe. That. There okay. was that Phillies pitcher that had an extra pinky. Yeah. On, his, on the middle of his forehead. Yeah, his name Alfonso Ribeiro. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, and okay. I think it was deemed. I mean, it was deemed legal, but everybody con- questioned it. They, they, that's <laughs> illegal. Hey, 
Like you finger. with the extra finger, that's illegal. No, that's totally legal. Cut but, it off. But you also agreed to it being <laughs> Carlton from uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Alfonso Ribeiro is yeah, yeah. A, Alfon- a baseball player with a pinky in the middle of his forehead. Antonio Alfonseca. Ah. <laughs> I said Ribeiro, and you were like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I went with oh. Nick's not here for our Phillies knowledge today. Yeah, by the way, Nick's out. I failed to mention that. All right. Uh, uh, in other uh, Kardashians news, it may, it looks like keeping up uh, with the Kardashians may not be gone forever. According to Page Six, Insider said that the family may be signing a big streaming deal. Of course they are. In the near future, even starting, Casey, their own media company. Mm-hmm. There you go. Source added that the family is interested in signing a more lucrative streaming deal with one of the online giants such as Netflix, Apple, or Amazon. That's what Casey said from the get-go. One insider said that the family is interested in creating a show similar to Shark Tank. What? What? Oh, I see. Where they, they sit they there. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, you think of, look at all the businesses <laughs> that those sharks have bought into. In other words, they sit there, and that's the whole... The show is predicated on that, but they've all legitimately invested in things oh, yeah. that they thought were money makers. Oh yeah, yeah, most definitely. Huh? I mean, it's essentially they have a TV show to choose how they're going to make money <laughs> to make them richer. Uh huh. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yep. Katie Holmes made headlines after she was photographed in full makeout mode with Chef Emilio Vitolo Jr. of oh, the celebrity no. sprinkled Nolita hotspot Emilio's Bellato. But it seems that their happiness comes at a cost. According to reports, Tolo dumped his fiancée of 18 months over text just hours before photos of him and Holmes went public. Mm. His former fiancée, Rachel Emons, uh, still has photos of them together all over her social media. So the make-out uh, pictures that we saw were just p- were posted just hours after he broke up with his ex. That's the word. When he broke well, that's up, a dick move. When he broke up with her, he didn't mention his new romance. Mm-hmm. Uh, an insider told the Daily Mail, "Up to this press coming out, Rachel had no idea what was going on. He is a cheater." And this isn't a happy ending story. Hey, uh, excuse me, Holmes. Uh, at first, many saw it as just that for Holmes, who broke up with longtime love Jamie Foxx last year and was married to Tom Cruise previously. Vitolo and Emmons have uh, have concrete. They had concrete wedding plans, and she's reportedly horrified that their breakup has been so public. As for Holmes. Uh, the friend noted, nobody really knows if Katie was aware he was with Rachel. If she did, it's a bad example to set for her daughter. Some of her uh, observers also smell a rat, noting that Vitolo's well-known obsession with Hollywood, having posted shots with Joe Jonas, Michael K. Williams, Lenny Kravitz, Bella Hadid, Barack Obama, Cuba Gooding Jr., Jimmy Fallon, Keegan Michael Key, and others. So they they think maybe he's just doing a this. star thing. effort? Yeah, something uh, like that. Don't really know. Uh, this was sad news that broke late yesterday uh, in our show. English star Diana Rigg has died. She was 82 years old. Best known for her TV role in The Avengers. People and- get confused, by the way. They, they, there wasn't a show about... It was in the big right. spy explosion early on. There was a show that goes back a long time. It was in black and white. It was with, actually, Honor Blackman played the first female lead. And Patrick McNee was John Steed. And they were they were spies. Mm-hmm. And they were called The Avengers. Right. Yeah. Was she Emma Peel? She was Emma Peel. Yeah, she and was she the was, second one. The second one. Right. They were both judo experts, and Emma Peel always wore like a leather, like a like a cat suit Real sort tight. of thing. Yeah, yeah. And it would be an honor to get your ass kicked by Diana. In fact, they did a they made a film, a remake, not, and not good. Yeah, but I was going to say who starred in it. Um, Uma Thurman and Ray Fiennes. Ray Fiennes. Yeah. yeah. So Wait, Uma was. Uma? Yeah. <laughs> now. 
Uh, she was also in Game of Thrones. She played uh, the Queen of Thorns. How uh, was she? She was great. Yeah. She was uh, imposing. Very intimidating character. Um, and uh, in the film as uh, Tracy Bond in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, she also earned a Tony for her title starring role in uh, 1992's Medea. Uh, uh, that's where the large African-American woman? Yeah, she, that was her. No. Uh, and in 1987, uh, staging of Stephen Sondheim's musical Follies. Uh, she died peacefully early this morning, her agent said. She was uh, at home with her family who have asked for privacy during this time. So she is the only, the the wife of James Bond, the only one, the only woman to ever marry James Bond. Uh, she, in real life, was married twice to the Israeli painter uh, Menachem uh, Gufin. Uh, from 1973 to 76, and to theater producer Archibald Sterling from 82 to 90. She had a daughter, Rachel Sterling, uh, and with Sterling, who is a um, a two-time Olivier Award-nominated actress. Uh, by the way, she was diagnosed with uh, cancer back in March. I don't know what kind in the report. Okay, says, so. okay. So I, I, love, I love her, man. I just uh, years yeah. and years of great entertainment. That's sad. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is sad, too. Chuck Norris is not excited to see that a company is using his masculinity... Someone's using his masculinity? <laughs> to, se- uh, uh, ...to sell, as TMZ puts it, boner pills. Yeah. Oh, my God. ...for a new suit yeah. obtained by the site. Uh, the Walker, Texas Ranger star, <laughs> is suing a company that appears to go by a different name, uh, or a couple different names, Bio- <laughs> Biomolecular Solutions and Biogenetics, uh, for using his name to promote a Viagra-like drug named Provitra. Uh, it's and, time to get a boner and uh, rip someone's throat out. Norris claims his wife, Gina, who is also suing, discovered the scam in June when she saw an ad headline that said a tragic end today for Chuck Norris. You know what? We've talked about these uh, these clickbait ads that drive us crazy. So yeah. once you click on it, the reader is taken to a site that appears to show a Fox News article with the headline, Big Pharma in Outrage Over Norris's New ED Product. <laughs> Chuck kicks back with this. And then the fake article features a photo of the pair and includes false claims such as he revealed his new erectile dysfunction cure on the Dr. Phil show. So I'm going to show you how to karate chop flaccid penises. It's not <laughs> legit, and uh, they are suing because Is your boner missing in action? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, the Kevin Spacey stuff has resurfaced. Two men have filed civil lawsuits against him, accusing the two-time Oscar winner of sexually assaulting them. When they were teenagers, and you know uh, Anthony Rapp is one of them. You know yes. him. He's a, he's a great actor. He is really good. And another actor identified only by the initials C.D. Uh, both said they endured psychological damage uh, and abuse from Spacey during the 1980s before he became a well-known Hollywood star. Uh, so it sort of seemed that he was coming out of the weeds, so to speak, on this. That there was a talk of him getting a couple of acting roles. And now this is back in the news. And the stories between the two of them, Anthony Rapp and this guy, CD, are very similar. Uh, by the way, the the, uh, the attorney in the suit said, uh, cites the New York's Child Victims Act, which extends the state's statute of limitations for child sex abuse. And under that law, child victims of sex abuse can take legal action for the crimes until the age of 55. Well, I, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. You're yeah, so some, traumatized. Yes. Or, or yes, you're... You, uh, you you push that down down and, yeah. and 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 repress it is what I'm looking for. So yeah, so they they have that uh, statute of limitations uh, caveat there. I wonder how this all finishes with him with yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, I'd curious be curious too. to see. 
Saturday Night Live will return this fall live on NBC. Full production details, including safety measures, are being kept under wraps for now. Uh, the show will go on Saturday, October 3rd. So that is the date. I wonder. So they're, they'll, we'll see what they do audience-wise. They could yes. probably have some people. I was weird. <laughs> I was watching uh, Preston. Uh, the Jerry Springer Judge show? Yes. Uh, I haven't so seen it yet. They've no. clearly, uh, post-pandemic, they continued doing the show, but they, they've been chroma keying and green screening. Like Jerry, the, the, the bench and everything behind him. Uh, the plaintiff and the defendant there, yeah, really? and you can tell that yeah. they're they're they've worked out something. But it's uh, I'd be curious to see how they handle the SNL stuff because honestly, the um, live from home stuff that they were doing it was okay, but it got better. Yeah. It was like you know in the beginning I thought it was fairly it was it was just weird. Yeah, yeah. it is weird. I mean we're just so used we're used to decades of the other way, right? Yeah. Uh, Steve, uh, Marissa has pulled up video of uh, the Judge Jerry show. You see, yeah. you see what I'm saying? It's interesting. It's, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, it's it's better than, than shots of them at home, yeah. you know, with their potted plants behind them and the cat <laughs> crawling up on the table. So uh, that's almost, interesting. Yeah. It okay. looks like an SNL sketch. It, right. It, you're right. Yeah, it does. It does. Right. Of a judge show. All right. Uh, Alec and Hilaria Baldwin unveiled the name of their fifth child yesterday. Uh, and it is not Leonardo. Oh, because they they already or not Leonardo? Leonardo no, Donatello. Donatello. Because they have uh, they already have Raphael, Leonardo, Romeo, and Steve said, "Well, where's Donatello?" <laughs> and uh, Splendor. Uh, so no, they went with Eduardo. Eduardo. Eduardo Paulucas Baldwin. What is Hilaria's um, uh, lineage? I don't know. I wonder because they do as a result of her heritage. They do have some uh, uh, Latin based names. It seems here. Uh, so oh, yeah, she's from Mallorca. Excuse me, she's from Mallorca, Spain. Spain. Yeah. Okay. Well, Which there you means go. My killer whale. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Eduardo Paulucas Baldwin, and uh, he weighed seven pounds eight ounces, and his name it means wealthy guardian of peace and light. Huh. Yeah. Well, the best. Uh, she's had a couple of those. You know, bad experiences with miscarriages, and this is. Yeah, I'm glad it all she worked out. Five, I don't know. I five kids. That's that's too many, man. That's a lot. And she's too many. You know what? Those yeah. if they're making nice kids, and by all means, you know. By the way, the, the 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 name being wealthy guardian of peace and light. I remember, you know, we never looked that stuff up before we were going to name my kids, and I went, oh, I wonder what the you know my kids' names mean. So Parker means keeper of the park, <laughs> and Carter means. Guy who pushes a cart. <laughs> well, listen. Really? What makes sense? It's yeah. very simple. It used to be, that's like, you know, yeah. the name Smith came from being a blacksmith, you yeah. know? So yeah. there you go. Like, okay, I'm the carter. Yeah. And I push the cart around. <laughs> My name is Bunghole. I don't know what Preston. I have no idea what. Yeah, uh, check, check that. You uh, press tons of things. Maybe. Uh, name meaning Preston. It is uh, uh, priest plus ton. <laughs> Enclosure. A weightlifting Settlement. priest. Wait, that, that, that's very cryptic. <laughs> You're a weightlifting <laughs> priest. Um, I don't know. I don't have time for this. Well, wait, I don't know go. what the hell you want from me. <laughs> Preston's got to go. Preston's got to go. Caroline's is pretty cool. It's a free woman, beloved and valuable. What is Stephen? Let's see. That's my actual With P-H. name. S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Yeah. I know that Morris in my last name is Mary's son. Oh, Preston means from the priest's town. Okay. Okay. Who pushes a cart? Yeah. <laughs> Yours, is, Stephen, is reward, honor, renown, fame. Wow. Wow. That's pretty cool. Renown, fame. That's pretty cool. Honor. Yeah. I love it. 
Casey Say anything means, about Batman? Ooh, Casey. What? Yeah. Casey means vigilant in war. Oh. Yes, you bad son of a bitch. You're just like Rambo. Vigilant in war. I saw things you can't even imagine. <laughs> but the worst thing I ever saw was a thermostat. <laughs> <laughs> we should spend more time on this later on, but here, hang on. Here, Okay, do you want to know what Kathy means? Yeah. yeah. Is it... Is it, oh. It's Kathy, not Catherine, right? Yeah. This is well, it's, perfect. It's Kathleen, and if it's the same as Kathleen, it would be perfect. It means pure. pure? Oh, my God. <laughs> as the driven Thank snow. You. That's not too far from I the... Know. Yeah, you, know I mean, my mom, yeah. you know my mom looked that up, and she's yeah, like, Kathleen, yeah. it is. Prude. Well, no. prude. Pure, pure and driven snow. <laughs> and pure. Pure well, and prude. Hang on. She looked up Kathy, not your actual given name. No, what, it yeah. is. Okay. It's the same, thing. same thing. And Marissa... Is wait, you spelled it with two S's. No, I put it down here. I was gonna see if that meant the same thing. Okay. Uh where is it? Yes, yeah, same thing. Uh the name Marissa means of the sea or bitter. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Well, we have someone like Kathy so pure around here, of course. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Interesting. All right. Anyhow, uh their their oh, child's God. name means wealthy guardian of peace and light. Okay. Uh, one more quick story, and then we're uh, then we're going to move along to uh, various other things. Uh, I thought this was nice, Steve. Uh, the Muscular Dystrophy Association set to relaunch its signature event, the Jerry Lewis MDA Telethon. Yes, Kevin Hart will be the host. Wow. A, a great choice. Yes, uh, the event has since been, they boned him out of the Oscars. It's been renamed the MDA Kevin Hart Kids Telethon, and will oh. air globally on October twenty fourth, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So they're not going to do it on uh, Labor Day weekend. It's going to be a different time. Uh, time. Good. So they're trying to put a new face on it. I yes. don't think you could do um, better than Kevin Hart. Uh, everyone loves Kevin Hart. Uh, like Raymond. Streaming partners will be announced. Uh, Hart will be joined by, excuse me, celebrity guests including Jack Black, Usain Bolt, Josh Gad, Michael B. Jordan, Eva Longoria. Kevin Spacey. Uh, Jillian uh, Mercado <laughs> and others. And donations will also go to the Help from the Heart uh, which uh, supports community-based organizations that address the educational, health, and social needs of underserved communities. So I think good I'm on him for both of us. Some of the most uh, moving and uh, inspiring things we did is going to the uh, MDA camp, Preston. Oh my gosh, yes, uh, absolutely. We went a couple of times. The, those kids were amazing. Yeah, they were absolutely. All right, so uh, new movies are opening oh, this weekend. Yeah, I know, I like know. actual <laughs> theaters. All right. Opening this weekend. I can't help why it cracks me the F up. Uh, The Broken Hearts Gallery is a comedy-slash-romance film. Stars Geraldine Viswanthan. uh, And, uh, oh, oh, uh, I don't know how you say his name. Uh, Dacre Montgomery. Yes. D-A-C-R-E. He is the jerk brother from Stranger Things with the mullet. Yes. That guy. He was great. He was excellent. Yeah. And um, uh, and if you haven't seen his uh, the last season, uh, as with the the most interesting characters, he has a turn that's really cool. Um, so what if you saved a souvenir from every relationship you ever have been in? Uh, the Broken Hearts Gallery follows the always unique Lucy, a twenty something art gallery assistant living in New York City, who also happens to be an emotional hoarder. It is rated PG, 108 minutes, and it got a 76% score on Rotten Tomatoes so far. 
Uh, it's in wide release uh, today, by the way. Next clip or next movie opening is I Am Woman. It's a drama starring Tilda Cobham Harvey uh, and Evan Peters in 1966. Single mother Helen Reddy leaves her old life in Australia for New York and stardom, only to find that the industry's male gatekeepers don't take her seriously. Helen finds an encouraging friend in legendary rock journalist Lillian Roxon, who becomes her closest confidant. I, I think this might be interesting. Yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, she came out of nowhere yep. and had a massive hit with I Am Woman. Uh, 116 minutes, and it is scored with a 74% on Rotten Tomatoes so far. All right, and then we also have uh, clips to mention, so we'll go with these. TV series Love Fraud follows the search of Internet stalker Richard Scott Smith as his victims seek vengeance on him. And in this clip, director Rachel Grady talks about what stood out to her the most while making the show. Here we go. We've made films for 20 years. We've never done anything like this. So just that in itself was unusual and new to us, but also just following a completely chaotic and crazy person was also crazy making. The people that we ended up meeting were always a big surprise. Shut the f*** up! Uh, The next episode of Love Fraud is Sunday at 9 on Showtime. Here's the next one. Hope and humanity are two centralized themes of Netflix's TV series Away, starring Hillary Swank as an astronaut on a voyage to Mars. In this clip, Hillary discusses her experience wearing a spacesuit while filming. It takes a lot of effort, and it takes a lot of effort to make it look effortless. The spacesuits weighed approximately 30 pounds, and so it was always a physical workout at the same time. But to put on an iconic spacesuit, you just realize what heroes these astronauts are, you know, that they are risking their lives all the time. They come from space, <laughs> All right, Away is available to watch on Netflix now. And that is what I got for you in our entertainment roundup this morning. Well done. Thank you very much, sir. I do appreciate it. We're going to have uh, comedian Matthew Broussard joining us this morning. And, of course, we continue uh, the A to School Home, uh, the A to Z Homeschool Edition on MMR. We are in the S's. We'll get music from that category when we return. Stay put. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Mo Lauda and the Humble. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Here and see more at WMMR.com, keyword local shots. Mo Lauda and the Humble, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We got into a spontaneous conversation uh, a moment ago. We were talking about uh, the Baldwins. Uh, right, the Alec kids after uh, the, uh, the Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yes, yeah. so uh, Hilaria Baldwin and, and uh, Alec Baldwin had another baby, and their child's name meant... I, I forgot. I threw the story away, um, but it was some some big, you know, space dwarf, something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I'd have to dig the story back. It was actually very nice. It was a yeah. keeper of light, something like that. Peace, peaceful. Yeah, something like that. Uh, uh, the the uh, the 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 dark night. Uh, yes. the Cape Crusader rises. Yeah, right. Uh, and then we went through the uh, uh, 
The meaning behind all of our names, Kathy, means pure. Pure. It's perfect. And that actually does work out because <laughs> it sure it, does. she uses so many Clorox wipes. <laughs> Casey has the best, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, vigilant in war is what his means. But, like, Casey. I'm the biggest. Did you see the sub-explanation, though? <laughs> no. The Runaway Club. Uh, really? The Runaway Club. Yeah. Uh, no, and, and it's uh, it's Irish in uh, yes. in nature, and so it means uh, from that. Uh, and mine that was lineage. some celebrity or something like that. Uh, or, oh, what or, was yours? Yours was pretty good too. Bold. Uh, it had a couple different meanings. To yeah, it. we we did we left out Nick's. Nick is out today, so we didn't. Should we look his up real quick? Why not? Steve, reward, honor, fame. Reward, Nick, honor, fame. Nick is Nicholas, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I assume. Uh, but it's spelled with an H. It's just spelled N I C H. Um. And I see victory of the people. O L A S. Victory of the people. That's kind of lame. <laughs> well, this is like standard. Okay. Lunch. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think it's cool, but it's it's interesting how <laughs> how the hell does Nicholas mean victory of the people? I don't. Know. Ah, hell, I don't. Ah, know. hell. We well, don't... A lot of these are the Greek meaning. Okay. Oh, okay. I got you. All right. Well, uh, we're all Greek. Speaking <laughs> speaking of names, I I have a, a couple of name stories here. Uh, and they have to do with names dropping off in popularity. Um, and not much of a surprise, but the baby named Karen is dropping off in popularity. <laughs> oh, it's funny. I There's a Twitter um, uh, person that I follow, and, and she follows me back, and uh, she's a listener of the show. And her name is Karen dot, 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 not that Karen. No, I love it. That's great. I love it. But I don't see Karen as a baby name. Are there a lot of babies named Karen? Well, right. they have to somebody, start off. Somebody yeah. has to, yeah. Yeah, that dropped off years ago. Oh, you mean nowadays? You don't see yeah, any like they, They've probably been, yeah. It, yeah. Kathy's right. They're probably a bit on uh, falling into that pre-old sounding name. Okay, well, so it is did, that... It hasn't fallen. It was already fairly low. It went yeah. from the 637th most popular name for girls in 2018 to 660th. So, okay, so, mm-hmm. so these are, okay, these are names that are already dropping off. I was thinking they were like the popular names that, that we know that are no. now gone. And those are still up there, and I'll, I'll give you that in a moment. Yeah, Pancake and I recently had a conversation where he recounted uh, talking to his daughter, who's what, in second grade, third grade? Um, and she asked, he, uh, what's the what's the deal with Karen? Like, she didn't comprehend oh, yeah. what it is because right. she has a Karen in her class. Oh, so there's a one. Oh. There's so, a young Karen. you know, there's a second or third grader with the name Karen. All right, so, so the popular names for, for <laughs> girls, and, and I'm going to go through mainly, a lot of times we focus on the most popular names. I'm going to go on the ones that are dropping off, that are dropping in popularity. The loser the, names. But the names that are that are still popular for girls, and that's all that I have, are Olivia, Emma, Ava, oh, Sophia, yeah. okay. and Isabella. They're they, dropping off. No, they They're... remain popular. Yeah, my, oh, my niece okay. is Olivia. Yeah, we have, we had like Four Olivias in our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, us too. Uh, Olivia is a beautiful name. It is, and, and uh, it, it, uh, it usually conjures. It's like Brittany. Uh, Olivia tends to, they tend to be hot, y- pretty. Yes. <laughs> well, and Sophia. Sorry, the Sophia um, was like an older name. It was. It was an. You know, you thought of that as like a grandma name, and yeah. now uh, both it's very popular spellings. Kathy, with that, I've seen Sophia S O F I A and S O. P H I A. What is the delineation I between those two? I think the F is that might be the Greek spelling. All right, Let look that check. up. I wonder if Emma's still popular because of Friends and the resurgence of that show. What was, Emma, was Emma on Friends? Uh, I don't know. Ross and Rachel's daughter. Okay, was Friends. Uh, by the way, all these names end with A, which is the standard feminine, right. um, at least in in uh, Spanish mm-hmm. and, and uh, Anaconda. Uh, they they end in the the feminine is yeah. ending in A, so. 
Uh, did you find Sophia, uh, mm, Kathy? No, uh, I found the meaning. Hold on, I'm looking. What does it mean? Uh, Willing like, to give it up. <laughs> lays on sofa. I mean, when you went through all those names, press the ones that are still top of the top, like, I'm like, yeah, like, there are, in my kids' classes, like, yes, yep. every single one of those names is represented mm-hmm. in right, P- each of my kids' classes. PH is the American version of Sophia. Okay. okay. All right. And what does it mean? Uh, hold on. I got out of this. <laughs> Fan Gosh, of gonna... the Golden Girls. Thank you. No, stop stop. I was like, thank you, yes. <laughs> Uh, so anyhow, those are those are still up there. Olivia, you know I, Emma, Ava, Sophia, and Isabella. What I like about Isabella is you can get a couple of different nicknames out of it. I prefer Izzy over Bella, but uh, I think Bella would be the I- Bella is the kind of yeah. the go-to. But when I, Very, I hear uh, Twilight, well, yeah. Sophia ends up Sophie, right? No, no. that's separate. That's it a is? different name. Is it? I yeah, would say so- Soph, but as a nickname. You know, hey, Sophie. Well, I think I mean, at least the kids that I know are Sophia and then Sophie. Like, Sophie isn't the nickname for yeah. Sophia. It's just a completely different name. Um, but Sophia means wisdom. Ah, okay. Wow. That's cool. Okay. All right. So Cosmo compared some of the most common names in 1996 as far back as detailed government data on baby names. This is in England, okay? so but England. It, it's not way different than, than us. But we can look these up, too, in America. Uh, with the number of times they were given to babies born in 2019, the most recent data set that they have. And some 90s names, it seems, have gone sorely out of fashion. Uh, boys' names at risk of going extinct are Craig at a 97% drop. I always like the name Craig. Scott. Craig is also the equivalent of Karen for guys sometimes. It is? Yeah. I actually now, saw Kyle is more Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, I've Kyle seen Kyle used a, as a as a male Karen. We use okay. Chad. Chad. <laughs> Chad as like well. That. Chad yeah. as well, yeah. Chad's like the guy in, a, you know, a polo. Collar yeah, yeah, shirt. Totally. And, oh. yeah, we're just yeah. ruining it. I'm outraged. Where's the manager? Uh, then you have Scott that dropped by 96%. Kieran, which is odd. I'd, I'd see that as a... I, I, Kieran's a cool go-to name, I think. I don't yeah. know many Kierans to begin with. I know, I know Kieran Culkin. <laughs> we know a female, a, a girl named Kieran. Huh. Um, so, mm, is it just somebody mispronouncing Karen? Karen yeah, I think Karen. Karen, get Karen, over here. Karen, you're sweet. Stand this. Yeah, yeah, my name is Carol Chan. <laughs> uh, uh, Carol Baskin would say Kieran. Kieran. Yeah. yeah. Carol, Hi, Kieran. Kieran. You know what? I realized that I had an old lady's name uh, when we had a comedian in, and I forget who he was. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, but I, re- I remember <laughs> vaguely that moment. Yeah, and yeah. so and he said, uh, yeah, I, rem- I remember the girl had an old lady name, and I was like, do I have an old lady name? <laughs> and ever since then, I've been thinking, I mean, there are no, there really are no kids named Kathleen. Right. I mean, maybe, maybe Catherine they go with, yeah. but not Kathleen. Were you ever known as Cat as a nickname? Did anybody ever call you that? Uh, no, I. If if it was a nickname, it was Kath. T H. Yeah, kitten with a whip. <laughs> but Cat is a Kathleen nickname, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, then you have Jordan as a drop as a as a boy's. Uh, name. Uh, it's funny how these things fall out of favor. A lot of mm-hmm. times, a name will be associated with somebody who's done sort of something nefarious. Yeah. yeah. But Jordan seems totally fine. Mm-hmm. Are there people still named Adolf? Like to this day, that I, they will give listen. That that's name a to? tough. That's a tough one, right? It is. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there are. No, there are, and they're usually like probably. <laughs> I don't want to say maniacs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think that a name can can cause someone to go bad? Mm, that's I, th- a good I think question. there can be a bit of an in- if you named your kid Adolf Hitler, um, <laughs> yeah. you know you're probably going to have some issues. But there are like white supremacists out there that will name their child Adolf. There was a uh, there was a Cheers episode where uh, <laughs> Carla 
apparently somebody in their family, it is a requirement that at one point have to name their child Benito Mussolini. <laughs> well, no, it's it has to be the first name of, of one family member matched with the last name. Is that of what an, it was? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And one of her sons comes up and goes, I'll be Benito Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they said Adolf is just, it's, I mean, obviously we know it's rare, but I was trying to look for, oh, okay, uh, official records show that only 13 children were named Adolf between 2006 and 2013. Wow, okay, then, yeah, it's next to nothing. All right, so Jordan is one that's dropped off. Did I already say that? Yes. I like that name. Yeah. Sean. I always like the name Sean. Uh, yeah. Sean is a great name. Obviously, I'm a massive fan. I'm a Sean Connery fan. Now, it's spelled S-H-A-U-N here. Mm. <laughs> okay. Most of the Shans I know are S E A N. Right. C N. C N. Ashley, which of course you remember from uh, Gone with the Wind. Yes. Ashley. Ashley. Um, Ashley can be a man's name as well. That These these are men's names. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. Yeah, so so as, as boys, the name Ashley is dropping off. Uh, then you have Shane. Always dug that name. Greg Monahan's Sh- son's name is Shane. Shane is, is a great yeah. name, and Shane is one of you know um, one of the great Western heroes. Yeah. Shane, Shane, come back, come Shane. Back. <laughs> um, so that is dropped off by ninety three percent. What about Euripides? Keep in mind these are in <laughs> these are in the UK. Uh, Sean is another one spelled S E A N. So oh, that's, that's the other Sean. Too, yeah. Okay. Uh, then you have uh oh, Connor. Connor. I have a nephew named Connor. Mm, Connor's have, a great name. We have a Connor right in our studio yeah. right now. A.K.A. Moose. Yeah. Moose. Why don't you, you know, forget moose. about him? Yeah. All right. Moose. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? Uh, and then the last one that I saw, and I I guess I've rarely heard this name, Callum. Nah, never. C-A-L-L-U-M. I've heard it. So this, you said this is from England, obviously. It is. So you, you also have a, a Celtic exposure. Yeah. And a Scottish exposure. Marissa, since you're sitting in Nick's uh, chair, can you look Sniff up it. least popular or... <laughs> it's broken. If you guys are curious, I almost fell off of it. Uh, uh, get a little sniff real quick. Uh, oh. Names going out of favor in America or something along those lines. I would like to see a comparison I, I, it's, if there, they're similar. There's probably some crossover, but I think there are names that are more... Like Ashley, I don't think you would find much in the United States for a, uh, for a, 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 you know, a boy. Uh, then you have Andrew, Dean, Matthew, Curtis. That's my uncle's name. I always liked that name, Curtis. Uh, and Bradley, uh, all dropping off. So Bradley, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, now for the girls' names, most at risk of going extinct. Uh, number one, and, and by the way, I'm going from the top down. All right. Um, That's the way I like it. I know, Bill. Uh, Christy, K-R-I-S-T-Y. Okay. I've seen K-R-S-T-Y, C-H-R-I-S-T-Y, C-R-I-S-T-Y. I like Christy. Uh, Christy is uh, Anna Ferris's name on the show, Mom. That's okay. Kirsty. Oh, I'm sorry. You liar. I lied. You are a liar. Kirsty, as in Kirsty Alley. I like Kirsty Alley. That's what's on the list? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the number one uh, name, female name, at risk of going ex- extinct. Uh, then you have Shannon. Shannon's known, a great name. Known a couple of Shannons. Haven't. Met or heard that name Shannon? In what about a while? our original calendar girl, Shannon? Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Shannon Grasso. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now, is it Gemma or Gemma? Gemma. Is I say G- Gemma. Gemma. G E M M A. I like that name a lot. That doesn't seem it's uh, was it it's popular G- for a little while. Gemma Atherton is that her name? The yeah. actress. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's really is what it Gemma. You, uh, it's not Gemma. It can't be Gemma, right? Well, no, Probably it's Gemma. Not. Probably not. All right. Ask Siri, Preston. 
Uh, no, I was going to look up. There's a um, uh, Gemma from Game of Thrones that I follow, and I forgot her last name, and I wanted <laughs> to look it up real quick. Um, While you do that, I just... Is it Ginger or Ginger? <laughs> Ginger. No. Ginger. Oh, Gemma um, Whelan, uh, who played uh, one of the um, uh, the Greyjoys. Uh, anyway, right. she's no, very cool. What I what I think you need, for, for a name like Gemma or Gemma, however, like you just need... Somebody like on a Disney Channel show or something like that. Oh, or, yeah. You know what I mean? To spark it? To spark that. Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. Uh, then they have Jody had a 98% drop. I or Y. Yeah. Uh, I-E. Okay. Wow. wow. Okay. Your sister's name is Jody? Yeah, but she just spells it with an I. Okay. J-O-D-I. Just one I? No yeah. other letters? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Jody can also be a boy's name. Remember Buffy and Jody? Absolutely. Family affair? Absolutely. Back in the day. Uh, Lauren. We know lots of Laurens. Yeah, but it's older. It's like you, I, I just keep. Th- I'm thinking of like babies that are born. No Don't tell like, Lauren oh, Harris. Baby then. Lauren. Yeah, you're right. I mean, because that's what it means. It says here that um, uh, six thousand two hundred ninety nine baby girls born in 1996 were named Lauren, but just 93 were given the name in 2019. Yeah. So it was very popular um, a few years back, twenty some odd years back. Um, then you have Danielle. I know tons of Danielles, but I guess it's not. A popular baby name right now. So a lot of times, stuff pop culture will determine the trends. You know, yeah, like Casey was saying, right? You yeah, know, you get somebody on the the Disney Channel, Disney Channel that's mm-hmm. uh, uh, fun and or perky. Pornhub or per- <laughs> no, that's not usually how it goes. Norma, we, we need to annoy Norma yeah. Stitz. This is our daughter, Norma Stitz. <laughs> and you, of course, you know Peter North. <laughs> Peter, watch your face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't get too oh, close. We found out we were changing his diapers. <laughs> Kid's got some range. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh dear Lord. Uh, then you have. Uh, Imagine Le- naming your daughter Norma Stitz. Leanne has had a ninety-seven percent drop off. Oh, that's Chuck's wife's name. Yeah, you're right. It's a name I like. I drank her breast milk for Christ's sake. Uh, how about this, Steve? Your dog Chelsea. Chelsea is had a ninety-seven. We spell it differently. Uh, C-H-E-L-S-Y, but okay. the C-H-E-L-S-E-A. Correct. That's the one. Right. I always think of uh, uh, Steel Magnolias. Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> when I hear that name, Chelsea. I always liked that name. Yeah, I like it too. Steel Magnolias. Uh, <laughs> Jade has had a big drop off. I don't know any Jades. Yeah, uh, Bill Wesson's daughter. Her yes. Jade? Yep. Do you know that she's like... Like doing really well in like the electronica and yeah. all that stuff. She's like a DJ. She's she's killing it. That's her career. That, yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Like a club DJ. Yeah. Wow. Remember she was a, she was the harp player. The harp, right? Yeah. I remember. Yeah. yeah. She, she went from harp. harp to club DJ. Yeah. Uh, Rhiannon oh. has had oh, a drop. Fleetwood Mac. It's got to be right. That's got to be an influence. Well, I would imagine. Yes. That's when the popularity really took right. off. But guys. like, dude, how many Rhiannons do you guys know? I don't know well, my, my my neighbor's daughter is Rhiannon, and uh, his son is. You can go your own way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> you are so dumb. Stephen also means so dumb. Yeah, so dumb. Yeah. Uh, you oh, idiot. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven is Samantha. Had a Samantha. Ninety-seven percent drop off. Be quiet. You're gonna make my souffle fall. Uh, then you had Ashley for girls, which was also on the boys list too. Big drop off. Amy. Um, yeah, not not many girl uh, young babies that I yeah. know named. Amy. Amy. Uh, then you have Rebecca. Schmutz. Schmutz. Schmutzy. <laughs> Becky. Rebecca is Becca. 
right? Yep. Yeah. Or, yep. Becky. or Becky. 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 Yeah. Becky's kind of a... Um... Some people hate being called Becky, that her name Rebecca. Is that is Becky like a Karen? Yes. Kind of, because I've used that before, and I think it comes from Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yeah. Oh, my God, oh Becky. Oh, my God, Becky. Look at oh, her. Oh, Be- Becky with the... Um... Becky with, with the, the good red hair? dress on? No. Yeah. yeah, Becky with the good hair. Is it Becky with the good hair? Is it? In the, um, the, the, I thought it was song. a different... Is it Becky? Yeah. Isn't it? With the... Um, I don't the, remember. The Jay-Z song. I remember that moment in time, but yeah, I don't yeah, remember I the specifics the of it. Yeah. Is it Becky? Becky, Becky with, with the, the good, good hair. hair. Okay, there you go. Okay. Which is the, the girl that Jay-Z cheated on. Right. Or cheated on... Yeah, exactly. Becky with the good hair. And so that comes from Rebecca. Yeah. And then Megan is uh, number 15 on this list with a 94% drop of names that are in fear of going extinct. I don't think they'll go extinct mm. altogether, but they, they come and go, mm. you know. But of these, um, you know, the nicknames I find kind of interesting. Because, well, like, Ashley would be Ash, and Samantha can be Sam, and Squat. Sammy. Sammy as well. What? Um, so, Rebecca is Nick Murphy's wife's name, and uh, I guess when she was growing up, she they, everybody called her Becky. And now she is a, a woman, and her family still calls her Becky, and she can't stand it. My brother was very adamant, so he's Thomas, mm-hmm. Tom, but never Tommy. Never Tommy, no. okay. Never. I find the ones that, that are the most picky about it are the Andreas. Uh, Andrea, 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 and uh, then there's another one, I think, uh, that you can say. Andrea. Andrea. Right. Andrea, Andrea, and Andrea. Yeah, but those and aren't... Andrea. Those aren't nicknames. That's just the way you pronounce the <laughs> no, name. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm talking about pronunciation. pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, very, yeah. very picky about it because I. the only time I can take Press or Preston, either one is is fine. I, I answer doesn't... You know, in fact, Press is a little more personal. You know, if I know you better, it's probably right. you call me Press. But when I was a kid, some used to call me Pressed with a T on the end of it. I'd punch him in the face. <laughs> well, it's like, it's, for some people, it's Normastit yeah. or yeah. Normastit. Normastit. You know, my cousin is uh, Katie, and she hates Kate. Like, if someone's like, hey, Kate, she's oh, like, no kidding. that's not my name. So, like, since we were kids. And still to this day, in her 40s, she's like, don't call me that. Do you, are, do you, uh, do you subscribe to the notion that, um, I mean, you have to name a child, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously, you, you, they, they have to have a name applied to them. But uh, if 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 uh, if your kid came to you and said, I, I, "My friend, my friend was named Rocco for, uh, for years ago," a friend I had for uh, many years, Rocco was his name. Mm-hmm. He changed his name to Nick. He could not stand oh God, the name. Really? He hated the name huh. his parents gave him and changed his name arbitrarily so what, to, to Nicholas. What age? I mean, at what I age mean, did he change it? Uh, he was like twelve, thirteen. Uh. He hated it. So this is the sign of the times, yeah. as it is right now. So there are three different people in my my kids' friends groups mm-hmm. that have changed their names because of gender identity. So they well, go okay. from a girl, actually four, uh, from a girl's name to a boy's name, right? And so we have adapted, and yeah. we are honoring their wishes. And sure, we, we call them by the name they prefer to be called. That now, as a parent. That's got that's a little hard transition to make. Like and I didn't name you that. I know, but you yeah. have to be open to it. Sure. And and so or at least we are. I I, I think it's I think How it, do the parents do with it? This is Norman Stitz. <laughs> 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 but listen, Steve. In every example that it's occurred in our relationships, yeah. it's not, you know, Steve going to Stephanie. Right. It's like it's a full one fully completely different completely different right. personality. Uh-huh. And so the parents that we have met that have had this occur, uh, it's been a 
we, we've seen I, only in one one example that can I speak on personally that they they do it they go back and forth between the two okay and and they're making this slow transition because it's hard as mm. parents so, you but, know, but that's a whole other no no but I've also to that point I've also heard and I've heard a lot of of people um, who who are who are gender fluid or or, or uh, they extend the accommodation like I I that they get right that sometimes you're gonna forget right. and that if you can play nicely on both sides everyone will be happy like the but, people close to them have to yeah. go through the transition I'm as sorry. well to Norman, Norman. Yeah. <laughs> right. but going Norman. back to your nickname as a as a um as it applies to your given name uh like Kate Katie, Catherine, and all that. Like I, cuck. Uh, I, I kind of, I ruined um, because sometimes people like, um, like Nick Murphy's wife, they associate Becky with like a little, you know, that's a little girl's name right. or or whatever. Right. And Pippi. and so when I had uh, moved into my neighborhood, my neighbor I actually knew from growing up, and her I, I always knew her as Christy. Yeah. I had no idea that she was trying to shred that or shed that and move on to Kristen, which was her given name. Right. And I ruined it. Like, I single-handedly ruined her, her transition into being called Kristen, Kristen oh. because I kept calling her Christy and, well, know, and, and to the other neighbors and everything as well. Well, but I had no idea. But you mean ruin it? Did everyone follow your suit or did they honor? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kathy, going back to uh, Katie, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's interesting because Katie I see as a younger girl's name, and Kate is an adult. Is an adult, yeah. And so it's interesting that she would prefer Katie. But then again, I see Katie. Katie's fun and perky, and yeah. you know, and and Kate is business. Well, that serious. was my yeah. And it's something I think it just goes back to being a kid. Like for me, I ne- I hated Kathleen. Like I never wanted I to see be that. called. By my full name. I don't hate it anymore, but I think it would be... There's only one person in this entire world that calls me Kathleen, and if somebody else did, it would be weird. Okay. You know what I mean? Who's the one person? My cousin, Andrea. Or or Andrea, if you want. (laughs) Andrea. We we talked about that. Andrea. And Andrea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and and the pronunciation is the thing people get persnickety about. All right, that's I have, my my aunt persnickety. I have a caller on line two. Look at the line. How would you say that name? He says that people always mispronounce it. There's Mario or Mario, right? I say Mario. I say Mario. Oh. I say Mario. <laughs> right, let's you see say what it Mario. Is. Yeah. What do you say, Case? Mario. 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 Oh, so so I'm the odd man out. Yeah. I say Mario. All right, let's, uh, see. let's go to uh, let's go to Mr. M here. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Damn it, Preston. <laughs> Did I mess it up? <laughs> you messed it up, Preston. Mario. Is Mario, Mario. the Italian uh, pronunciation? It, it is. It's the, okay. Greek. It's the Greek. <laughs> so the pro- yeah, the problem was I, I lived down south for uh, like seven years, and every single person would be, I'd say, hey, this is Mario. They'd be like, oh, you mean Mario? Uh, no, no. I ha- no, I haven't been mispronouncing my entire my name my entire life. By the way, anyway. the, the way you pronounce your name is your name. Yes, yeah. right. right. You, yeah. you, you that is a, that is a right you reserved. And now, do you get all bent out of shape if it's mispronounced? No, yeah. not not at all. Like I, I mean, I just say, oh no, it's Mario. And now, if somebody's got like a ridiculous, uh, you know, accent, that's fine. You know, it, it doesn't bother me at all. It's just when somebody tries to correct me is what bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> they correct you on your own name, which yeah, you get exactly. mostly southern, and you also get them. Hey, hey Mario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and if somebody's a burnout, that's fine. You yeah. know, I, I could accept that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You okay. The damage has been done. I will. I will switch. Yeah. Right. Mario. Hey, I appreciate you. Hey, did Marissa sniff that chair yet, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for you later. <laughs> See, I know what our audience 
swans. Oh, it smells like ass. <laughs> you see, it smells like bananas. I have a friend who her name Thanks, is Andrea. Mm-hmm. And when I see it written down, I see it as Andrea. But that is not her name. Her name is Andrea. And, you know, like it's, it's you know, like my name is not uh, Kasi, you know, and your name's not Priestin. Well, it's all and, spelled yeah. the same. So you just yeah. have to know. You just have yeah. to know the person and how to pronounce it. I yeah. thought your name was Kasia. 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 So my name does not lend itself to nicknames very well. There's only two people in the world who call me Riss. Is my mom and Hallam Roth in grade school were the literally the only two people. So just like Mario, I had a couple of people in my life who called me Marisa, and it was Marisa. exciting because it was like a nickname. Like, that's oh, my, it's actually very exotic, Marisa. though. Marisa. Yeah, that's my sister-in-law's name. Please yeah. come here, come here, Marisa. You, but your mom has an exotic name, Conra. Conra. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. Is, that, is that is that uh, a contraction of anything? I was always told my contraceptive. My grandparents made it up. Really? <laughs> Maybe it was that. Yeah, they named all of their daughters K's. Casey, what's the code to Conra? Oh, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, yeah, B, A, yeah, yeah. like start. <laughs> yes. It's a Nicolas Cage movie. Connor Air. <laughs> uh, I call you Maris. Yeah. And in fact, I will, when I send you an email, a lot of times I'll leave the A off just because that's what I call you. I mean. Well, in the same way that I call you press. Right. It just shorten it. It's the yeah. only thing we've got. Yeah. You don't see, um, so my dad uh, is named Gene, my older brother, Gene, G-E-N-E. You don't see that a lot. Is it Eugene? Because Eugene, no. Eugene. Yeah, Eugene. Uh, Eugene, is, Eugene yeah. is usually right. shortened. You know, what? I don't Eugene. think so. Uh, okay. Yeah, Conra is a Finnish baby boy name. Oh, oh. cool. <laughs> I've looked it up, and I think it's a province in Africa as well. Uh-huh. So, like, there's your mom's very... African. <laughs> she was the baby, you know, yeah. maybe the milkman. <laughs> Let me go to Sunny. Hi, Sunny. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good. All right. So, is Sunny your birth name? No, so third generation, my birth name is Gilbert. Oh. So from the day Good thing I, you went Sonny. I know. From the day I was born, my nickname, my mother gave me the nickname Sonny. So really to cement home the Gilbert, um, I was from second to eighth grade was the worst because every first day of school was, you know, Roll and Gilbert, and I was always embarrassed. And on top of that, I was a fat kid. Big <laughs> Trombone, like Steve. <laughs> um, so, Dude, it was, it, was, it, it was stacked against you. It was, and I, and I was carrying a bazooka case around and uh, really hammering that Gilbert home. So, Sonny has been... Was, was, was Gil ever an option? Well, it, it was, and this is what happened. I got it when I got my current career. I came in, and I interviewed, and they said, what do you want me to call you? And I said, you can call me Sonny. And the guy's like, nah, I'm going to call you Gil. So, from, <laughs> Why did he even ask? Yeah. What you wanted Why did he even ask? Yeah. And I, I, I just, you know, from 38 years, I was sunny, and then now I come here, and people are calling me Gil. And also, like, that's not so your look. name. Like, yeah, you should have said to the guy, "What's your name, Charlie? I'm going to call you Taint Sniffer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Sonny. Hey, I appreciate it. you guys. Have a good weekend. All right, you too, All right. man. We'll see you. Yeah, um, I guess there are some people that maybe had have hated their name from the get go. I did not like my name when I was a kid. Were you picked upon? Uh, no, no, not at all. Name. But the reason I didn't like my name is because, and, and I lived in mm-hmm. the South. I grew up in the South before I moved to St. Louis, and, you know, that's where my uh, bulk of my life was lived. But uh, <clears throat> I guess when I would say my name was Press, I wouldn't say Preston when I was a kid. Yeah. I said Press, and people would think I was saying Chris, and so they would call me Chris, <laughs> and it pissed me off. I'm like, no, my name is Press. Right. I'm like, Press? 
the hell does that mean? You know, because huh? it's not a name. Kill him. Preston may have been a little more clear. So, and plus, it was just an odd, out of the ordinary name. I wanted to be Dave or John or Steve or Jeff or something. You know, single sell. Yeah, single syllable, straight ahead, pretty common. I wanted to be Mike. You know. You know what? I always wanted to be Sarah. Sarah. For some reason, that was like yeah. That was my. You could uh, you could work name. as a Sarah, yeah. <laughs> but what is Sarah? What is that? What does Sarah mean? I don't know. I just I just I just liked it. I don't know. I ne- didn't never liked Kathleen. And was it the songs? I thought, like, no, no, I just liked the name Sarah. Sarah. You know what yeah. I never like understood? Sarah Clayton. <laughs> yeah. You know what I never understood though? Why people like from the very beginning their parents named them and then called them by their middle name? I never. Yeah. Understood why did that. you wait? Why did you even waste? Well, you know. Yeah. Which is why was that not? It's yeah. it's Some, dinner stits. <laughs> Sometimes it's lineage. Like, I know a lot of people where if the father goes by one name, they'll name the son the same name, but use Call the middle them. name so there's no confusion. Okay. My oh, best man. friend as a kid, uh, his real name was Wesley. I never knew that. Uh, but and, but he, you know, this is in South Carolina, mind you. He hated that name, but preferred the name Bubba. Bubba. And that like was Bubba. his name. Hey, yeah. did your dad ever entertain the notion of you being... Um, uh, a junior? No, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. What, what did Bill? What did Bill think your think your dad's name was? Oh. Cuthbert. 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 Yeah. Cuthbert. Cuthbert. Mm-hmm. It's Cullen. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck was telling me that he. I, I think it was Chuck. He was telling me that to, uh, his friend's dad's name was uh, was Dick, and whenever he would come around, he his dad's friends would call him Little Dick. Yeah. 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 And his middle name was Smoker. <laughs> was he a junior? <laughs> I don't. Was like, he a junior? I don't this is know. Horrible. <laughs> What's up, little dick? I mean, that's just... You don't know! That's a killer. Honestly, I think so much of what we carry about the way we want to be called is as yeah. a result of what what our name, how it's uh, treated by kids. Yeah, I think yeah. his last name was Sucka. <laughs> yeah, but then you're just... Little dick Sucka? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's a great kid. Weird name, though. Yeah. Uh, hang on here. And I, I don't understand this. I want to go to Pam. Hi, Pam. Good morning. Big brown Guatemala nipples. It's getting sucked on by all sorts of pipples. All right. So your name is Pamela, but your parents pronounce it incorrectly? Yeah, they pronounce it Pamela. Pamela? Uh, Pamela. Pam. Pam. Pamela. Nobody calls me Pam. What the hell is that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they pronounce it Pamela. Uh, as, a, as opposed to what? Pamela. Pamela? Pamela. Pamela. Because they would call her Pam instead Pom. of Pom. Yes, Pamela. They call me Pam. Right. They call me Pam. But when they call me by my long name, it's Pamela. So, so it bothers hearing Pamela. It's just a long A. Instead of a Pam, like a Philadelphia accent, it's A Pamela. long A would be a Pamela. 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 Okay. Anyway, I'm not hearing it. Sorry. So, so, but they 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 named you, and and um, but once you once you are the owner of the name, you can declare how you want it pronounced, and they don't they don't do it the way you want them to do it. No, when I talk, well, nobody really calls me Pamela anyway. What do they call you? For them, but when they do it, Pam. They okay. Call me Pam. It's Pam. Okay. But- but yeah, but it's Pam. Not yeah, I, I hear it, 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 it's it's a nuance, <laughs> but it, but I, I, I get it, it yeah. and it can piss people. It pisses you off, so I, I get it. Yeah, it's annoying. It's the difference between Han and Han. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Billy D. Williams. Yep. Yeah. All right. So we're going to end with an Andrea uh, because that's the one I think right. that has. What do, what do you think? My my inclination when I see the name is always to go to Andrea. Andrea, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with Andrea. Let me see what the comment is. It says hates all other pronunciations <laughs> of it. All right. all right. So 
Maybe, all right, I'm going to go with Andrea then. Andrea. Okay. I think Andrea. All right, okay. Case, I'm going to say Andrea. 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 He's going with that one. Okay, Marissa? A- Andrea. All right, Andrea? Hello. Yes, uh, the first time you guys were right, yes, yeah. Andrea. It is Andrea. Andrea. Okay, so right. you don't like Andrea, 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 anything like well, that? Well, you know, people have tried Andy also a few points in my life. Uh, I just don't understand. But, uh, yeah, every teacher I've ever had at the beginning of the school year, they always go, Andrea Smith. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. It's Andrea over here. Hey, that, that, seems to be, that seems to be the reach, right? To, to go, that's the, the most common pronunciation, I think, would be Andrea. Uh, that's what I thought. That's what my parents thought. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I, See, I, I, I school. Yep. School is where it all happens. And by the way, I like the nickname Andy for girls. I think that's cute. Yeah. Andy McDowell. Yeah. There's yeah. some very cute Andys. All right. Anyway, um, so we went through these uh, list of names that are that are dying out. Um, and Marissa, you found these. These are American names that mm-hmm. are dying out uh, for girls. And then we got to take a break. Uh, these are for girls. Uh, Aaron, Adeline, Alexa. This is uh, both genders. Okay, Allison. Annabelle. Annabelle <laughs> is dying out. Annabelle. Anthony. Is dying out. Ariana Aubrey Bentley. Bentley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon, Braden, Brooke, Bryson, Cameron, Chase, Gavin, Haley, uh, Isabel. I like the name Haley. Uh, that dog's name is Haley. Uh, Isaiah, Jason, Jonathan, Jordan, Josie. Jose. Annabelle. Oh, man, I love Josie. Annabelle. Uh, Catherine. No, you're Kathleen. I'm Kathleen, yeah. Uh, Kaylee. I like that name. Kaylee's a great name. Kevin Lillian. <laughs> Lily. Legs. Lily. Uh, then you have... Lily, 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 Legs, Lily, Logan. There's a few Logans in my neighborhood. Dying out? Yeah. But you think with X-Men. Never right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Madison. Love that name. Had a cat name. Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie. Uh, Melanie. What is that one, Marissa? I don't know. Nava. Maeve? Nope. N E V Maven. Maeve is a great name. N E V A E H. Nevaeh. New episode okay. of the boys tonight, Press. Uh, <laughs> yes. yes. I'm excited about that. Um Nicholas. That's uh Nick. McWayne. Yes. Right it's dying out. Paisley. Wow. If you're a Prince fan, I guess. Uh Peyton. Always loved the name Peyton. We had an intern named Peyton. She was adorable. Awesome. Uh, Piper, always love that name too. Mm-hmm. Quinn, Robert, Sadie, Samantha, Schmup, uh, Sarah, Savannah. There's some stripper names here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Tyler and Zachary. I know. I know. Yolanda's not on there. <laughs> no. Uh, I know tons of Zachs. Yeah. Our own Zach changed his name. It changes. That's that's not his name. His name, name is Andy. Yep. Andy. That's yep. right. Yeah. Wait. So he, he fully, like, legally changed his name? I don't know if it's legal, but Zach is the name he goes by. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Zach Efron. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyhow, just thought we'd share. Uh, we want to take a break and come back in a moment. We do have some bizarre foul stories that are on the way. Uh, don't forget, today, Friday, giving away our Word of the Week prize. And it's no sad bro, of course. So we'll be back in a, morning, in a moment. Make sure you stay with us this morning. Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Let's uh, deliver the bizarre file to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. 
All right, it's brought to you by Godshalls. All the bacon taste, 80% less fat. The hometown favorite Godshalls real wood smoked turkey bacon from their family of owners to yours. Available at Acme, ShopRite, Wegmans, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam Clubs. Uh, here's a term that I, I learned from watching CSI. A BOLO uh, alert was put out. BOLO alert. Yeah, that means be on the lookout. Uh-huh. The Knox County Sheriff's Office issued one for a tiger. This is in Tennessee, ladies and gentlemen. A tiger that was seen a night after reports of the uh, big animal being spotted in southeast Knoxville. A trap was not li- usually where you find tigers. No, a no. Those are in Oklahoma. Yeah, <laughs> uh, a trap was later set and removed Thursday by the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency. The reported tiger has not been located as oh, of man. Thursday afternoon. Yeah, could you imagine if you rounded the corner and saw a tiger? Police and representatives uh, with Tiger Haven uh, were working to locate a tiger that was uh, spotted by a Knox County deputy. And then I saw a tiger. What do you want to bet, Joe Exotic is like? Frantically emailing yeah. them, saying, "I'll take care I'll of this." I'll take care of this. Yeah. yeah, I have a good record of taking care of some of them and then killing the rest. A humane bear trap using a rotisserie chicken as bait had been set for the animal, but it was later removed due to inactivity. I love rotisserie chicken. Uh, an officer was posted nearby to continue to monitor the area. If captured, it will be taken to the Tiger Haven. But as of now, they haven't found it. From uh, all I can see, that's unnerving. Uh, listen to this, man. This is in Luzerne County. This is in uh, Wilkes Bear. A man is now being charged after he wiped his vomit all over clothing at the Wyoming Valley Mall H&M store yesterday. (laughs) Why? So according to police, the man entered the store, started throwing up, then stood up and wiped the vomit on 42 clothing items before leaving. 42? Yeah. He must have been running down the aisle, yeah. you know, running Projectile vomiting. Uh, the man That's was where my wife shops. He was allegedly last seen leaving the parking lot in a black Acura. The cost damage is $859, and police are looking for him. They have no idea who this Disgusting. guy was. Came in, puked, and left. A Papa John's delivery driver dropping off a pizza in Miami-Dade County came back to find that their car had been swiped uh, by a pair of thieves. Police said the two suspects got it in the car. Soon after, officers spotted the car, and a short chase ensued. Uh, the two men took off after abandoning the car on the railroad tracks. It was then hit by a train as officers set up a perimeter. No! No one was injured, but officers are still looking for the two men, described as uh, black males approximately 18 to 25 years old. Is it a specific Papa John's vehicle, or was it just one of their own vehicles? It said a uh, Papa John's delivery driver, so yeah, I don't know if it was a Papa John's vehicle. No, because Domino's has those uh, special vehicles with the heated compartments. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know if they do a Papa John's, so they're asking anyone who has information to contact Crime Stoppers. Alligators are common in Florida, uh, but uh, this guy had a different uh, uh, encounter. The Polk County Sheriff's Office wrote in a Twitter post that a sheriff's deputy responded to a home on a report of an alligator in a storage shed and arrived to find it was actually an inflatable pool toy. Did you see this thing, though? It looked real. It looks pretty real. I agreed. Yeah. I could see somebody opening the door yeah. and then shutting it real quick because I mean, there was an alligator in there. Skin texture and everything yep. is pretty good. Uh, the tweet says, uh, Deputy Trexler went to a call about an alligator in storage shed. He came, he saw, he conquered the beast. He even knocked the wind out of it, literally. <laughs> the gator turned out to be... I deflated a, it! ...a pool floating. <laughs> a woman from upstate New York managed to get arrested several times. In fact, three times over two days uh, after repeatedly calling 911 to scream and yell at operators. Christine Delberto of Saugerties 
had been arrested a total of 106 times in the last four years. Jeez. But the issues over the weekend began early Friday morning after she repeatedly called local police for hours. Uh, she was arrested and... Um, after berating, and I did it for you. Oh my god! I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That phone call was so great. Oh my god! All right, anyway, she was arrested after berating emergency dispatchers and screaming obscenities. She also started calling the uh, county nine one one center and doing the same. Uh, she was charged with a misdemeanor count of obstruction of governmental administration. And then early Saturday morning, she repeated her behavior was again uh, calling and yelling. Who can I call to do it? Was arrested. And this time she was transported to a local hospital because she was so intoxicated. Uh, she was processed on another misdemeanor charge of obstruction of go- governmental administration. And she had to undergo a uh, mental health evaluation. Of course. She's a loon. One last story. Uh, A man from Florida is facing several charges after deputies say he stole mail from a woman while he was wearing only his underwear. And you, you can't should, do that. You need to be fully dressed when you steal mail. And it's one of these guys where you got to see the the mugshot. <laughs> this, you know, deputies responded to the call and they heard the bizarre story from the homeowner. The woman told authorities that she came outside to find a male in his undergarments taking mail out of her mailbox. Listen, I'll be the first to admit it got away from me. <laughs> uh, when she asked what he was doing, sixty-four-year-old uh, David Dunaway began yelling incoherently and attempted. <laughs> And attempted to attack her while she was in her vehicle. Uh, Dunaway, Dunaway uh, swung at her through the car window. Oh, my God. But only hit her with the stolen mail. The woman drove a short distance away to put space between the two, but uh, Dunaway chased after her. She pulled out a handgun that she had in the vehicle and told Dunaway she'd shoot him if he kept coming after this her. This guy looks like something you put on your front lawn for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, look, you're right. He's emaciated. He's got long facial hair, long hair, and he looks fake. Yeah, he does look fake. He looks like a, he looks like a zombie. Yeah, uh, mannequin of some type. Uh, Dunaway then took off down the road where she resides, and Dunaway was arrested after charge and charged with burglary with assault or battery. Resisting an officer and so on. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. By the way, that call, I wish we had that whole call. <laughs> it's a woman who was calling her son. She was trying to do something on the computer. Yeah. She couldn't get it done. And what's so funny about it, it was this slow burn. Yes. She starts off pretty calm and it just slowly gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And then she's screaming at the And top wasn't of the, the son like a tech support or something and set it up? And it was just, it was. I thought he was away at college. And, and that she, was what he got on his college answering machine. Right. And remember. she was just freaking out. It was hilarious. All right. Um, we have a friend who is on the line. Uh, we, we have her on from time to time. You know, of course, uh, the President Steve Show runs on Duncan, right? You bet your ass. Uh, they brought by a lot of great food this morning, by the way. I just had one of their uh, crescent croissant sandwiches. Mm. Uh, yes, with a sausage and egg. It was lovely. Just had a donut. Uh, but they have a special partnership that's going to be happening uh, with uh, the Eagles now that uh, we got football season underway. Uh, so we would like to welcome the field marketing manager, Jessica Wiseman, to yeah. the show this morning. Hello there, Jessica. Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Well, better now that I got some Duncan in me this morning. So thank you guys for sending by the goodies. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Always. Thanks for having us on today. No problem. So you wanted to roll out this relationship of uh, what you're doing with football season and the Eagles, correct? Yeah, yeah. We are just 
so thrilled to be heading into NFL season and obviously be teaming up again with the Eagles this year. And, you know, we know that the season's going to look a little different, but we want to keep fueling Eagles fans wherever they may be cheering from this year. So we, we do our, our special game day offer, but it, it is going to look a little bit different this year because we really want to encourage people to try out our mobile app and ordering ahead. So this season on every game day throughout the Eagles season, uh, DD Perks members can score a dollar medium hotter iced coffee when they order ahead on the Dunkin' Mobile app. So I use this so, app and it's uh, it it's great. It yeah. really is. so all of this this stuff has made me like uh you know so I just like okay I flirted with the notion pre pandemic, but then it really kicked in and I'm like why have I not been using this as much as uh, I am now because. It just cuts down on time. You get what you want. You have your, your, your orders are always in there, and it really makes a difference. Oh, thanks, Steve. I'm really glad you like it. Yeah, it just makes it really convenient. And, you know, I think we're all looking for contactless experiences. So you can just download the Dunkin' app, order ahead, and then you can pick it up uh, in-store for carryout. You can do drive through pickup, or many of our stores are even offering curbside now. So we're trying to make it as easy and quick and as contactless as possible, whether it be on Eagles game day or any other day of the week. So we know for a fact that uh, there are everyone's getting creative with the way that they're uh, they're going to be watching the games and, and they're, they're sort of backyard tailgating and stuff like that. So all the stuff that you would enjoy taking to a tailgate, whether it be you know, the coffee or the donuts or the sandwiches or whatever, you can do that. Use the app to do it. And I can report to you, by the way, that Matt Cowper and I have worked out a system that is the ultimate Dunkachino machine maintenance plan. And, guys, it's working like a charm, right? Yeah. So, oh, good. Good. All right. So it's all good now. Yeah, let him know that he's doing a good job the next time you see him. Yeah. We definitely need that. All right. So does this, this happens? This gets underway now on game day from here on? Yeah. So kicking off, yeah, this coming Sunday, you know, it's a 1 o'clock game, so we'll get everyone fueled up for the afternoon game, and then it'll continue throughout the season, every single game day. Well, thank you, because I, I didn't realize that the Eagles were starting this Sunday, so I appreciate <laughs> wow. the heads you? up. Wow, yeah. to Casey. I had no idea. Wow, wow man, th- that's exciting. So dollar, medium, or uh, regular iced coffee, correct? That is correct. When you order ahead on the mobile app, so a great contactless experience. Love it, excellent. And with that, uh, Jessica has given us a one hundred dollar Dunkin' gift card oh, right oh, now. Hi. So we'll take caller number twenty five, and that is yours two one five two six three WMMR. So thank you so much, Jessica. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. All right, and we'll talk to you soon. Download the app. Thank you, Jessica Wiseman from Dunkin' Donuts. It is really good. Yep, getting underway on Sunday, by the way. All right, with that, we're going to take a break. Come back in just a moment. Stay close. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Nobody likes a delay of game. And while there's been some uncertainty about this football season, Acme is happy to announce it's game on. So no matter what your game day's like, they've got everything you need to cheer the Eagles on. From snacks and party trays to beverages and fan gear, make it a season to remember. Acme, official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. At 8.46, we are going to observe a moment of silence, national moment of silence. Uh, obviously, 9-11, 19 years ago this morning that took place. Um, so that will be happening in a little while. So while it's generally a no sad bro Friday, it is a sad 
uh, day, of course. But uh, we'll we'll cover that in a moment or two. Yeah. Some other things to speak about on leading up to that. I did uh, see a handful of stories I thought were worth uh, bringing up here, and, and this one this one resonated with me today. There was a the, a poll of moms and dads of kids age six to sixteen that reveal. Uh, parents spend over $2,500 a year on, quote, making memories for their children. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Yeah, more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Kathy, I thought the exact <laughs> same thing. 2500 way more than making that. Making memories in uh, relation to what? Just photographs, Trips, keepsakes, theme oh, parks. Oh, 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 I see. Okay. Going, play, going to the zoo, birthday parties, yep. uh, yes. all yeah. that stuff. You guys but do far more than I'm like that. a professional memory maker. Yeah. The, the reason that <laughs> this resonates with me is last week I was just talking to Rochelle. I'm like... I said, because it's coming to an end for us. Oh, yeah. And, and I said, you know what? We don't, we, we've been for, for you know, a decade and a half, and almost pretty, actually two decades now, we've been focused on entertaining and creating uh, experiences for the kids. And it's starting now, you know, going to play miniature golf and stuff like that. Things like that is... Dwindling. It's dwindling. I mean, I've got one kid who's twenty and one who's eighteen. Yeah. Before you know it, you're going to be standing in a field while the dance is going on in the warehouse. (laughs) You're going to realize you're an empty nester, just you and Shaw. Yeah. (laughs) No, this was like a big, at least for for me growing up. um, My parents did this, and it was you know at the time you don't know what they're doing, but they clearly passed it on to me, and it's all I do. It's basically ninety percent of my life is making sure that. Uh, he has these experiences and these memories that he is not going to forget. Do you yes. love it? Do I mean, yes. Do you I love do. it? So- I mean, even like the fall activities, that's all part of that. Like, yeah. I remember doing that with my mom. We were always going somewhere. We were picking pumpkins, apples, <laughs> bananas. And, and you remember it. We're going to go banana. What? <laughs> just shut banana up. Banana picking. Yeah, I mean. And- and we didn't have like we didn't have the money to growing up to go on big lavish trips. So um, yeah. we did go on trips. We went to Disney. We went to Montauk. We we definitely went away. But like you know, uh, going to to you know really expensive trips um, wasn't a thing. But it was likewise. Still, they still took us. Yeah. You know, they took us somewhere and made sure that we had a memory of it. Yeah, and and that's and you as the parent get joy out of seeing them. Uh, experience that stuff. So, yeah, so there's, absolutely. you know, it, and, and so therefore, and this is me being totally selfish, I'm like, I'm going to miss that. You know, I'm going to miss do, seeing yes. them enjoy these things. That's, if as you- with anything, it's like you, you, you tend to, I enjoy seeing people's response to getting a gift, turning them on to a movie, taking them someplace they've never been. It helps enhance the joy. It helps you rediscover joy yeah. of something that you've done. Totally. And uh, that that little extra boost will be gone. Mm-hmm. If you want to pay for our memories, you can come with us. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. I could do that and I can in- and continue to enjoy memories. Here's how I fly. <laughs> so here's how they break that down. They found that Easter, Halloween, and Christmas cost parents $930 a year. Uh, oh, get no. the hell out of here. This is That's the, like I the mean, first shopping trip. This is on average. <laughs> is uh, while trips to the zoo, theme parks, and the movies cost about $690 per year. I wonder if they consider if you just have one kid, you know? Uh, and outings like bowling, mini golf, or pottery painting. <laughs> Add all up, activities add up to about two hundred and forty dollars a year. I'm we smashed the pot over my dad's head if he took me pottery painting. <laughs> I was uh, out uh, running errands with my son last night, and we had driven past. There's a back entrance to the Marple Ten Movie Theater, and my son looks up and he goes, "Oh, is that is that the way to the movie theater?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Man, what was the last movie we saw 
in a theater mm. because of everything that's going on right now. And do you have, we, do you have plans for the movie that you're plan that you want to take him to to see as as things are opening up again? I mean, no plans yet. Um, you know, I don't even know what that first movie would be. Like, would it be you know Marvel Black Widow? But I mean, it was so long ago. We we really had to rack our brains to figure out what we actually saw. Is in that the, theater. the door we used to sneak into the theater? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now I'm I know. First movie I'm going to go see is Dune. That's Dune. the one I'm going I'm to hang on to yeah. because I think it's in November. Maybe? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's November. I'm, I'm going to go see that. In our family, most the of these memories revolved around sports. So yeah. it was a lot of Phillies games, a right. lot of Eagles games, a lot of mine well, and my cheap. brothers. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, mine and my brothers own games. We would go to field hockey games, football games, etc. Um, but I experienced something special in 2007 when the Phillies made their first World Series run. I got tickets and brought my dad to every game. And then he started telling his friends about his daughter taking him to the game. Oh, so it was kind cool. of like a nice flip around yeah. that because he spent his entire life taking you. dedicated yeah. Yeah, to Yeah, if us. you can do that, that's cool when you yeah. can treat the parents. And hopefully that's what you'll get, Preston and, and Casey and uh, uh, Kathy, is that you get the flip where they, yeah. they, they, they take care of you. They pick the... The, uh, the the medical facility to go to the home live in. That's not yeah. why I do it. But you and know, then they'll uh, they'll give you a good one where they check in on you at least once a week. Oh, yeah, God. my wife's mantra for the longest time has always been experiences, not things. Hmm. You know, because Preston, for instance, yeah. you you dropped and and broke and shattered yeah. your son's memory, and I'll of, never uh, lose that experience. <laughs> But, no, but, like, you can lose things, uh, you can throw things away, you know, things break or whatever, but, you know, as long as your your brain is intact, like, those memories will always be there. Oh, and here, I'll give you something. So, uh, during this memory making, uh, if something happens that I feel bad about, so I'll give you a, a little uh, examples. We were, uh, we went to the Ocean City Boardwalk once, and he wanted to play this game, and I let him play, and it was, like, ridiculous. Like, the price, it was, like, $12, and you won, like, a teeny stuffed animal that, mm, like, yeah. he would never want. Well, he wanted the next level stuffed animal, which means he would have had to play a second time. And right. I was like, no, that's it. You played, we're done. And, and I, you know, I said, no. Now, listen, it was the end of the day. We had right. done the beach. We had then done the boardwalk. So, he was crying. He was upset. And, and I was, you know, flustered. And I'm like, no, we're not playing again. And I had to stick to my guns. Like, no, we're not playing again. Right. And so later on in the you know, at night when he was getting ready for it, he was like, I just wanted that inflatable hammer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. You're still hanging on to this? Well, and, and so I felt. You wait right here. I'm going to go get a real hammer. <laughs> no, I felt terrible really? so for like every weekend after i'm like do you want to stop at the ocean city boardwalk and get and we can play that game again and do the inflatable hammer i asked him like i mean months later it may have been it may i no, may have asked him the next summer the magic is gone wait but no what i asked him and he was like what are you talking about so i'm like oh, uh, see? he doesn't yeah. even ah! remember and i'm still holding on to this guilt and you know when you were uh-huh. a kid you know how you'd play things i yeah i wanted a, a book a, a universal monster movies book and you know i i tried every angle my parents were on to me quickly and my, you know and and that it's like when they have your number, there's nothing you can do. And you realize how f- he's on to the next thing. And you're holding on to it like it's the most important thing in the world. And I think he said something like, nah, it's too hot out. Yeah. Like, or something. Uh, I was like, what? what? And I've been holding inf- on to this? For an inflatable hammer? <laughs> yeah. You an idiot. <laughs> well, now so- I appreciate your mantras. Because when I was cleaning out my parents' house, I had so many like bottles of sand that I had made from the Ocean City Boardwalk. Oh, yeah. you know, where you layer the colored sand. Oh, or yeah. like. I had a glass from every single, like, Planet Hollywood and Hard Rock Cafe we visited. Like, just because we went to the Baltimore Inner Harbor didn't mean that I needed a 
Planet Hollywood Baltimore pint glass that sat and collected dust. We have a collection in uh, yeah. Rochelle. I don't know why. You know, when you would go to Disney on Ice and, and yeah, these, yeah, you know, yeah. or Marvel Live and stuff like that, mm-hmm. Rochelle always buys the programs. Oh, which does are she like really? Twenty dollars. We're never going to look at these things ever. Muppets. Not even right after the event. We're not even going to no. look at these. Preston, oh, come in gets... here. I'm reading Muppets on Ice 2011. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I found a stack of them, and I'm yeah. like, like the, uh-huh. these you're are talking stupid. about like, like yeah. the nice ones, though, not like the ones that are just the hand you as you no, walk no, in. No, no, this is programs. Programs. Yeah. Get your programs yeah, yeah, yeah. here. Oh my god. Twenty five dollars. <laughs> Elmo was spot on that night. <laughs> yeah. All right, can, oh, I, can I ask god. you guys something? Um, I'm not necessarily normally. A trash picker, but uh, when I was walking out of, uh, I went to see Endgame, and I was walking out of the theater, and I was, I, it was the, like the second time I had seen Endgame in the theater. Right. Half eaten donut? No, oh. when I walked out of, I the had to fight a seagull for it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let me finish. All right. All, right. All right, when I walked out of the theater, in on top, basically on top of this overflowing trash can, were collectible. Popcorn and drink and and cups and, yeah. and I grabbed them because somebody threw them away. There's still like, food in them. Oh, wait, well, wait, wait, no, no, no. Wait, I didn't wait, wait, eat wait, the food wait. and oh. I didn't drink. Collectible meaning they're the hard plastic. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Ones. Oh, yeah. All right. And so yeah, we sure. still have them. Okay. Yeah. But do you need that? Uh, do I need that? He <laughs> 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 keeps his inflatable <laughs> hammer in it. If you want it, question. and someone was throwing it away, and you put it in the dishwasher, sure. We eat popcorn enough that having a popcorn thing is Older. cool okay. and the <laughs> cup was cool man it's, all right yeah. listen i i get it, I it, it so if you uh, yes <laughs> if you watch no. collector's corner there are things like that that uh you know that you pick up and you're like oh my god that'll be worth it. now you realize it's incredibly mass produced <laughs> of course and you'll have to read a long time before it's worth anything but yes i get it i wasn't doing it for the you know cheap thrills on the off chance that it'll be worth something in 20 30 years from now i grabbed it because i was like dude why would you throw that away hey you spent a lot of money on that like that the, you know it wasn't cheap to you know buy those things look at this perfectly good toilet paper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> barely used um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, making memories, creating memories for kids can be quite an expensive, expensive. endeavor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and the, listen, I, I get the, I'm getting texts from people who are like, well, I went to Live Aid and I bought a program there. Okay. Historic moment in, yeah. in music history. I get it. Yeah. But the ice capades, the, yeah. uh, you know, frozen <laughs> on ice. No. We've taken pictures of us yeah. there together. We have that. The so. 75th. The seventy fifth hundred performance of uh, you know uh, I remember going to one of those, and by the way those the 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 programs the flashlight the the, the toy flashlights with the spinning oh things my yeah God. thirty forty bucks oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean oh, astonishing yeah. and they don't work a day later. Yeah. Oh, but man. I yeah. mean, I, I just if you've had a good childhood, you know, like, yes, you look back on those those memories fondly. There, there was a place, Preston, you used to live in, in uh, the Upper Chai area yep. on 322. I don't know if you ever saw Family Fun Spot. I did. It was pretty much run down. By yeah. The time well, I it was pretty there. much run down when I went there in yeah. the 80s. <laughs> um, but it, it was called by that time. It was dysfunctional. Family water fun. slide and, uh, and go kart. Steve, that's yeah. all it was. Yeah. Two water slides and a go kart track that went around the water slides. There, there might have been like a, a tiny arcade and yeah, maybe some fun. Mi- and may- <laughs> maybe miniature golf but like dude all you really you just went there and went it was like not even a water park it was like a, a pool with two giant slides that you went to and but i loved it as a kid you and had great memories such a treat I, yeah. I think anything at some level you can find you know 
I have great memories. My my dad, you know, we, we were the the uh, lower middle class family for a while. And then my dad started to get some 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 gigs that were good, and he was yeah. you know World War II vet and, and was self made man and was doing. Yeah, you know, I, I I I I think the world of him and what he was able to to put together. But we had some some lean times, you yeah. know, and uh, and to see what he did. But I never, as a kid, felt we were didn't have. You know, they they just made it. They made it exciting. You yeah. know, and and that's you know you can you can adapt. Yeah. You know. My dad and, and so to... that place did mean something for people. It was a great thing my dad uh, did for me, making memories. It was called Cut the Grass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was Change the Oil. Yeah. And, and, uh, and then get this out of my toe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. No, actually, no, my parents Set the didn't. field on fire. We, we, we took some, we took trips that were, that were pretty damn memorable, uh, to like Washington, D.C. and, and stuff. We, we used to do a lot of driving trips when I was good. We would drive Yeah, everywhere. we did too. Yeah. Uh, we drove down to, from, uh, New York down to Florida, Miami, and I, it was in the backseat of a Subaru. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the first ones that were really, you know, the rotary engine, and I was like, gee, I, I left, that's where I got scoliosis on that guy. Right. Trip. We used but, to drive to Disney. Oh. Like that was every year. We, every year, every year we would go because uh, we had family that ha- that lived down there. We had family that had timeshare, so it was a yearly thing. And I remember one time flying with my mom, and for whatever reason, my dad was driving down, so she had the three of us by herself, and we checked in. And uh, the woman said, "Are you flying by yourself with those three kids?" She said, "Yeah," and they put us in first class. Oh no! Oh, wow, wow. Yeah. that's pretty snazzy. Yeah. I, and those are things that I sort of took took for granted. Uh, just you know, we would go down the shore and. Like to me, that was just awesome, and it di- it didn't seem that extravagant or anything like that. But we spent a week in in Ocean City, How a, much? a little base basement apartment where you know we would all you know they have like three kids in one bedroom. Do you feel um, the onus to do? You must, as a parent, feel the onus to do this to do the same for your kids. Yeah, but I also didn't realize that like people didn't. Like, I just thought that was the norm. You yeah. know what I mean? And and it wasn't you know a, a, you know yearly trips to Disney or cruises or you know flights anywhere. It was just you know. A week down the shore, and a lot of people didn't do that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you know, you, you always have to uh, put things in context. So this is according to a poll, but uh, it says that uh, the parents who were, have uh, kids who are ranged age six to sixteen, they were they were the ones that were um, polled, uh, and they spent over twenty five hundred a year on making memories. I was thinking the same thing, Kathy. That's way low. That's low. That's low on the memory. Especially making. if you got two or three or right. four or five or however it may be. But listen, you you know you stretch out your dollars the way you can, but. It's a big part of of parenthood is trying to create those those memories at last. Um, one memory that will never fade from any of our minds. We're getting ready to commemorate with a moment of silence. Took place 19 years ago this very morning, which is of course with the uh, 9/11 attacks. We were live on the air when it happened. Yes, we were, uh, and. We're as confused as everybody else as uh, what was going on. It was a day that we'll never forget because uh, we were, uh, you know, uh, no matter where you are, you'll never forget. But we were kind of on the spot. We had to convey the information of uh, that we were receiving about what was going on and during all that confusion. And it was this overload of info as it uh, as it came on board. Uh, there's going to be a number of ceremonies that take place today, as do every year. Uh, you'll be able to watch them on TV and uh, catch them later on. So at 946, which is going to be according to our clock in 10 seconds, uh, we're going to do just a, uh, a moment of silence. So if you'll help observe, we would appreciate that as we think back about 19 years ago today.
Thank you for observing with us. It's always hard to come back out of that. I never know yeah. exactly what to say. Uh, anybody else's heart pound really heavy? It does. I, 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 I borderline yeah. tear up every time. I know. Yeah, because know. it's just, it, it's it's that tangible. And, and there's, I, I tweeted out something today from a 60 Minutes piece on the first responders. Uh, and there are some stories that if you've never seen this piece, to put it in context about what, again, what the police uh, and the and the firefighters and and just people in general, but what was going on, the uh, the Oliver Stone film at Trade Center, I believe, it, uh, uh, you know, there was the, there's tons of documentary foot, there's tons of footage that then you can see, and and what you think you know that we st- we still learn stories of insanely heroic acts. There's this one uh, first responder, this woman, a police officer, who was talking about basically the the person in charge of them, her her sergeant or whatever, turned to them and said, "We're not going to live through oh this, my God. but we we need to be here." Mm. And it's just it's just <clears throat> you know catch you, but it, it's it's that's what went on, and we need to. Oh, I tell you, never what, forget. I tell you what'll kill you is hearing the the voicemail messages yeah. uh, from the yeah. people on Flight ninety three. And the people that were in the towers uh, above the uh, the fires, and uh, where they were either you know just apprising people of the situation or saying their goodbyes, uh, it's it's really hard to listen to. Um, so yeah, it's still just as it cuts just as much. If you can, though, bring yourself to it. Uh, you know, experience it some way today to keep it fresh to let you know your kids know about it and without traumatizing, and you know let them know about um, you know what. You know, the best of us, the, the the best, and we saw the worst and we saw the best in, in how people responded and came together. And, um, you know, as we're seeing all a lot of stuff going on now, remember, you know, just the levels of heroics and, and, and heroism that we saw that day and, and the subsequent days. And that's, you know, that's what we're capable of. You yeah. can do the drive-through of the memorial out in Bucks County. I mean, that's the closest one to us. It's in Lower Makefield. And, uh, oh, they, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and there, you can drive through it today. I mean, it's a little bit different, you know, because of the pandemic. But you can drive through. You can turn your radio on, uh, and you can listen to stories from family members. Um, and yeah, they're they're doing that uh, all day today. What's the memorial like? I've never seen it before. You know what? I've seen pictures of it. It's actually very pretty. I mean, as you okay, would yeah. imagine, um, it's not huge, uh, but you know, it, it's a decent size. And it looks like they did a great job. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was I was out that way when it when they first had the the the, the sparse sort of. Um, uh, memorial, but uh, you've been out. I've seen, you know, you know what? I've actually never been there. Okay. I've, I've seen pictures of it. Um, I watched some video of it. There were 18 people from Bucks County uh, that died that day. And one of them was, uh, I believe, I'm pretty sure he was a, either a pilot or a co-pilot. I think he was the pilot of, of one of the planes. Okay. In, in the mad rush of memories from that, is there one, and this is, you know, it's a hard question to answer, is there, is there one memory that oh, yeah. rises above all of them for you? Yeah, when, when I saw live on television the second play, because yeah, yeah. we were watching the TV, it was in a yeah. commercial break. Right. And, and it, we, we kind of looked at each other, we're like, did, are they playing back video from earlier, or right. did that just happen? And whatever network we were watching on um, had a delay between the audio and the video signal, so... <laughs> The commentators didn't say anything until well after that plume came yeah. up, and I was like, "Oh my god, that we just saw that live, live. on television." Yeah. That's the one that stands out to me most. If if you ask me to immediately think of something, that's what pops into my head. Mm-hmm. It was it was that scary. That in Very the moment, scary. 
and then <clears throat> sorry, returning to New York and uh where where we lived was next to a parking lot for the oh, Long Island yeah, Railroad. Cars. And cars that stayed there. Yeah. Mm. Stayed there. Yeah. And stayed there. And you knew what that meant. When were you able to get back to New York? It 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 um so it happened it was a Tuesday, Tuesday right? Yeah. Uh I made it back Friday. Um, you know, my wife was up there and uh and uh so uh But you you weren't in the city, you were right Long Island? Long Island, yeah. So it's passing by, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, the bridges were closed. Like it was, it was hard to get back. It was surreal and, um, you know, just amazing. Well, look at the pictures of this uh, memorial. It's gorgeous yeah. in Bucks County. It's very pretty. Yeah. I was in Boston at the time. Um, and if you remember, the planes took off from Logan Airport. Yeah. And I remember that I had an 8 a.m. class uh, the day of it. And I specifically remember always sitting in that class and watching planes take off from Logan Airport. Yeah. And as I think it was an hour-long class and, and it would happen. And... Um, Somebody came through because we were in a high-rise building. Somebody came and evacuated the building, and my professor refused to leave. Mm. And, you know, it's just one of those type of professors. And uh, and the person said, no, no, this is real. real. Yeah. You, you yeah. need to get out. So you're thinking you may have seen the plane take off? You know, it, yeah. it could have just yeah, put myself in there, but I just mm-hmm. always specifically remember that. And, and going back to the dorm, and it was the first week of school and nobody had tv set up so we were wow. we all just kind of clustered into one well, person's that, room that had an antenna and just to watch what was going on that's that's a, a fair point if you stop and think about it Preston. you talk about a flood of information that we were getting but a flood of information at that time was phone calls oh yeah mm-hmm. there was no yeah, that was it uh, it was on social media there was none of, none of that we were not getting that we were just getting uh we we stayed on the air obviously much longer uh and and we're fielding calls from people who are everyone looking for some sort of there was, uh, I also remember, yeah, who had, who had some kind of info to pass yeah. along, and I remember a lot of erroneous information was coming across, yes, too. Yeah. Like yeah. There was an explosion yeah. at a mall, and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and they started shutting down, um, you know, the, the the parks started shutting down, yeah, yeah. and, and, and uh, they started closing stuff. But, but I remember hearing reports that turned out to be, you know, er- erroneous, like I said, they just weren't true. Uh, but uh, you know, and, and it was everybody panicking essentially. Mm-hmm. And then, but once we heard, you know, and then it was like, and then there was, and uh, you know, a second plane hit, uh, and now the Pentagon has been hit and there's word of a crash out and, and it, these were rolling out over the course of hours yeah, and we're like, yeah. whoa, dude, mm-hmm. it's like, boom, 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 another, another, another. And we're like, when is this going to stop? Right. And, uh, it was scary. It was flat out oh, scary. Yeah. 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 That's all I remember. Um, what were we going to say, Maris? Just post to, I, I still remember the sound of the very first plane I heard flying over a few days later. Yeah. I was in my, my friend's, uh, Cause you house. hadn't, you yeah. hadn't, yeah. it was. Just hadn't com- heard those sounds. Eerily quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, and where were you when you. Just at my friend's house, yeah. we were just hanging out and you know, nobody, we were all numb. Nobody knew what was going on. It was maybe a day or two later and we just all stopped when we heard the sound of a helicopter or a plane, something pretty low. Um, but it's a very distinct sound that I'll never forget. There have been many uh, 9-11 documentaries. There's one that has, uh, uh, listen, and it's to put it in, into perspective, and there's so many perspectives that you can have on that, on this uh, particular day and this, that particular, uh, the World Trade Center and the Pentagon and, and obviously here. But um, the chilling sound, which you'll, you'll hear in the footage of the first responders to the World Trade Center, uh, when the fires were, were were raging out of control so high up, and you're hearing what you think are explosions, but they're right. not explosions. They're the bodies hitting the outside pavement. Yeah. Yeah. People jumping that was, yep. yeah. rather than burned to death. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's a terrible day. Terrible, terrible day. All right, well, thank you for um, these few moments.
We got to take a break because we do have some things to do. We have a guest who's coming up. Uh, we continue the A to Z, so we will get to that when we return. Stay with us. Our next guest likes to sculpt small Pokemon-like characters. Who doesn't? I know. It's all the rage. Uh, but actually, he's going to be premiering at, uh, or per- performing, uh, sorry, at uh, Punchline. And their patio series is going to be there tonight and tomorrow. There's two shows each night. You can get those tickets. They are available at punchlinephilly.com. Please welcome Matthew Brassard. Hey! To the show, Matthew. Oh, hello, everybody. Oh, Thank he- you for plugging my Pokemon sculpture. <laughs> I, I thought that would. I thought I'd lead with that. I thought that would be a good place to begin. Right. That's my strong suit. Well, we have to ask. Besides sculpting the figures, have you? Were you ever uh, caught up or swept up in the Pokemon, uh, the the Rage Pokemon Go, and all that? Uh, you'd see people going out uh, doing the virtual. Was I? Yeah. Was I or still am I? Still. That's the answer. Well, uh, just I to let you know, every day. you did. Oh my god. <laughs> the, we do Almost know a number forty. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's, we know a number of people, believe it or not, who are full-blown adults who are addicted to that and still continue to do it. So there, there you go. Listen, that's the spice of life, right? Hey. It's the way to go. There's lunch raids in, in New York City. I'll go to Manhattan to do a raid, and you'll see 80 dudes <laughs> in suits just <laughs> stepping out of their banking job to catch a Lugia. It's, really, uh, it's, I, it's so fun. Matthew, I'm actually I'm looking at your. I don't, I don't think I can say the name of the, the the screen name of your Instagram page, but is this his, Marissa? Yeah. These are impressive. What do you make these little sculptures out of? What is the what's the uh, the product that you use? It's a polymer clay called Sculpey. Okay. Uh, I use Sculpey Primo. Yeah, I've been doing that stuff for a little while. That's uh, impressive. For like twenty five years. Were, were you were you artistically inclined before that? Because I've always now I I I'm a, I'm a fairly decent artist sketching and you know on the on the comic book level, but I've always wanted to get into sculpting. So what what was your? Would you had any inclination before any ability before? Oh, I mean, I started when I was like five. Okay. My parents bought me clay when I was five, and I'd always ask for toys. And they're like, just make it. Was their way of being <laughs> ah, so the reason the reason I I build skill is because my friends would have a toy, and I'd come with my crappy sculpture, and I'd want mine to look more like theirs. So it became like a kind of a competition. Yeah, the real product. Try to make it as accurate, and I'm still getting better. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of the evolution. No, this stuff is I, impressive. Yeah. There, there, there's a company called um, Sideshow Collectibles that does a whole bunch of. They do, you know. Uh, uh, genre figures and things of that nature, and they and they 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 have videos where they show their artists doing these these renderings, and it's just so impressive. Do you find a, a lot of uh, Zen relief in doing this? Unbelievable, now it's so it, it focuses you so much that you can't it just it just uh, yeah it, it closes the range of vision of my my usually ADD brain. So. <laughs> well, you you come you're, you you are uh, I think and uh, doing research on you. You have to be one of the most learned uh, comedians that we've ever had on. You you have a, a degree in applied mathematics. Uh, your 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 uh, your educational background is pretty extensive. Were your parents and your parents are both um, uh, scholarly? Uh, was there a, a tremendous amount of blowback when you said I'm going the way of the stand-up comedian? Yeah, well, when I went to college, I originally wanted to major in uh, math, uh, pure math, and my parents wouldn't let me 
because they said it wasn't practical enough. They said it was uh, too unemployable. So I, I convinced them that applied math was a better way to go. Well, so, uh, you don't usually have arguments. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 comedy. <laughs> yeah, that's that... math and physics were a dreamer's path. Uh, so comedy, didn't they didn't like. They, they said they don't like, yeah. Wow, so they thought, like, physics was too too sort of whimsical. Yes. Yeah, well, let yeah, me let me give yeah. the let me give the background on your parents. Your dad's a, a, a he's got a doctorate in, in chemistry. Your mother has a master's yeah. degree in microbiology. Your brother's a mechanical and aeronautical <laughs> engineer. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, you had you had no choice but to head down a uh, a very <laughs> learned path. Yeah, that was, I mean, the kind of reason I got into to comedy was just when I was twenty three. I saw a flyer for an open mic, and I was like, oh, I don't have to do everything everyone told me. Right. <laughs> uh, it's all been a lie. And then once I realized I could do something else, I got uh, I, I, I tried to go after it. So so was there one? Uh, I, it's still I, working, I, unfortunately. Yeah, well, I know you're, you're you're a big Dave Attell fan. I, we we love uh, um, he's Dave <laughs> right. Attell as well. Uh, who, as far as influences go, was it was there that, that one comedian you saw who, who flicked the switch on uh, for you? Uh, um, he's not necessarily my favorite comedian, but I saw Donald Glover live. Right. And that was kind of what like inspired me to do it. Cause I was like, I went to see him do music, but then when he did the, the comedy part, I watched and I was like, that's so cool. And also huh. I could do that. Like anyone, I don't need, I don't need to go to school for musical performance. I don't need any prereqs. So that was, that was one of the, the, the switches flipped and then. Was it, your, was it your tweet that I saw? It says, uh, you know, my, my main... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it's like my... My, my biggest comedic influences are Redacted, Redacted, and David Yes! Tell. Yeah, that was... Oh, is that it? Oh, that's great. Redacted, that's awesome. Redacted, and David Tell. He's still safe for now, right? <laughs> Amazingly. <laughs> I think he's like, should have... I think he's mad he isn't canceled. <laughs> I can see that. Well, you know, it, it, it sort of... For a while, it sort of... Beca- it just became monotonous to talk about the you know the constrained sort of you know what what you can what you can where you can go uh, material wise and so on and so forth, but I, I I sense there's also the beginnings of and tell me if you agree with this a little bit of blowback on that and people like you know with Bill Burr and Chappelle sort of saying yeah I'm going to go do the material I want to do anyway. Yeah, it's uh, it's crowds are pretty hungry to hear you say the wrong stuff and it's what's happened is it's easier and easier to be edgy now because the, the, the barriers are so high and people are coming from their job where there's this intense HR and rules around what you can say. <laughs> and you can tell audiences are so relieved to hear you just say something honest, but wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, and that's the purpose yeah. a stand-up comedian's purpose you know, listen. Yeah, there, there's there... to make you feel like a better person by contract, <laughs> right? This uh, you say horrible things. Yeah, this evil prick. <laughs> I'm a much better person. People um, always say comedians always go up and say, "Oh, this is therapy for me." No, it's therapy for you. It's therapy <laughs> for the audience. I mean, your goal is to make them feel better. You know. So, so with you with this whole thing, and obviously returning to doing stand up, and the punchline setup is really good, really conducive to this. You know, uh, as far as the the outdoor setup, and there's a place around the country where rooms are opened up. Um, how have you been? Are you particularly germophobic, or are you? Uh, what, what's your mindset? I have eight. 
I have the antibodies already, so... Uh, <laughs> oh, you're yeah. all good, yeah. <laughs> I thought I knew privilege before, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> it's pretty nice, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, trying to be careful. Obviously, I want to not encourage people to inter intermingle, interact with each other. Outdoors are great. We've been doing outdoor shows in New York for um, weeks, months now, and uh, it's very safe, um, and the energy is great. People are so hungry for comedy. Um, and uh, yeah, outdoors, it feels very comfortable. All right. Because I was curious, Matthew, you know, I mean, you, you've had to make some adjustments and, and everybody is finding things right now in quarantine and lockdown, whatever you want to call it about some kind of silver lining stuff about having to improvise and, and make do with the, the situation that we have. And some things like zoom work, you know, and being able to work from home and so on have turned out to be more convenient. Is there anything about doing comedy outside that has an upside versus the indoor, you know, close confines? Vitamin D. Vitamin D. You have more access to the nutrients the sun provides. Yeah. <laughs> Not feeling like a scumbag. Shows are so early in New York. I, I'm looking forward to performing in a dark, like, basement with, uh, like, a, a pipe dripping. Yeah. I mean, I like I like the dinginess of it. It's It's been... It, it's been exciting because it shows you how much, for me personally, it's shown how much people still want to see comedy, that they're willing to come to a park and sit outside mm-hmm. uh, and, and chance the weather and all of that. That's been the bright spot for me is, is seeing the the enthusiasm for comedy is uh, at an all-time high when I thought it might be at an all-time low. I think, it, I think it'll probably help comedians in the long run if, if they're doing this because um, I, I, we've known some that are they're very particular about a room, and if something's not quite right, and how am I going to do the show's just not going to be the same if I do it this way. Now that you've had to do it in really bizarre conditions, those little things might not bug them so much, you know? Exactly. It makes me, I go from the park show, in New York, there's park shows, and there's like rooftop shows, those are the two categories. Park shows, there was a, a topless woman doing yoga behind me. <laughs> yeah, top that, <laughs> Caroline. <laughs> not a brick wall, as there should be. Right. When you go to the rooftop shows, and those much more closely simulate a uh, real show as as the, do the, the the punchline shows. Well, um, it was so it WC it WC Fields said never work with small kids and a woman, topless woman doing yoga. I think was the. Uh, <laughs> uh, the oh, that's who said that. I wanted to ask you. Uh, you so you you are you were you born in New Jersey? And if so, where? I was born in some New Jersey. I don't remember a minute of it. I moved when I was three. Oh, okay, all right. So there was not that. Uh, but, culture shit yeah but yeah and i spent 20 years in the south and uh now i'm back in the northeast so clearly i wanted to be back here so <laughs> yeah. you spent that long my, 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 uh, what's that I, I said you spent that long in the south did you pick up the the southern draw for a while because i was i was a kid who lived in the south as well i eventually lost it yeah no i never had it i picked up the way my father spoke i okay. have the non-regional Gotcha. Yeah, the newscaster. My voice sounds like why Mitt Romney lost. Um, that's kind of like... <laughs> yeah, I, I, I ended up. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the antiseptic thing is is weird because I, I'm I'm from New York and my wife has a a, a very Long Island dialect and and I uh, and everyone tells me I have sort of an antiseptic um, you know uh, speech pattern and, and uh, some people. I, I think your my my father uh, also had the uh, he spoke a mixture of the king's English and the most profane <laughs> language you could possibly have. But I, I think I think you obviously you draw a lot from your parents, so that never that never um, uh, you know was part of my deal. But a lot of people say 
um, you know, they, they move into a region and they immediately start picking up that dialect. And I think if you're going to pick up a dialect, the the uh, the southern, the, the lilting drawl is is nice. It's charming. Yeah, that's the thing. My dad got rid of his accent because, as a chemist, he was embarrassed to sound dumb with a Cajun accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And yeah, that's right. I could have. Have you seen Theo Vaughn's career? I could have used that accent. <laughs> yeah, you notice you make you look at the point. Van Dam never played a uh, a research chemist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So when you're uh, you're playing the gig, you're in town for a couple of days. Um. With they're 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 starting to loosen things up a little bit as far as uh, being able to get out and about. Are are you are you moving around? Are you are, do you feel comfortable doing that? You know, going into establishments. Uh, I, I follow whatever the city's guidelines are. Okay. Yeah, I love uh, I love I love me some coffee shops. So I'm gonna hit up all the coffee shops, and if they make me sit outside, I'll I'll sip outside. So th- we also see, by the way, there's a movie that you did, uh, Billy Crystal, in post production called Here Today. Uh, is there a projected yeah. release date on that? Yeah, uh, not yet. It's um it's a great movie. It's Billy Crystal, Tiffany Haddish. I play Colin Jost. <laughs> Do you really? It's, yes. I didn't. It took me until after the movie was finished filming. I was like, it's really cool. I got that part. I'm really happy that happened. And then I picked up a, a book sitting on the shelf, and it was a picture of Colin Jost's face. It was his book, and I realized it looked like mine. And I was like, oh, that's why I got cast. <laughs> that looks like my brother. I play um, a, a, an SNL-type uh, performer, writer, uh, uh, newscaster. So I, I do like the weekend update of the uh, SNL because the whole show is kind of based around an SNL type show. Uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, yeah, newscaster. Okay. Um, what was uh, your experience with Billy? Because I would love to meet the guy someday. Really cool. He was really cool. Uh, he, we talked about stand up. Uh, he he directed and starred in the movie, and he's like seventy two, and then he like didn't sleep. He's a machine. Uh, it was it was unreal. People uh, people uh, forget how um, sh- I mean. So he does obviously there was the more general stuff that he would do, but he had some of the sharpest uh, comedy specials and really like yeah. you know SCT uh, SCTV level stuff. Um, you know he he he's really not much he can't do. Yeah, and he wrote the movie with his writing partner Alan Zweibel. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, legendary. Oh yeah, okay, legendary. So it was the two of them just, you know, uh, walking around set, and they're both as charming as they could be. Never, never on a, a grumpy day, and they would tell uh, stories of the original writers from an SNL where they both started. That's uh, a- and that was a trip. So what? What's the best story you heard? Um, he would say uh, there was an older writer that would uh, that Billy's character was based on. Um, that would would just sit there with his glasses down his face, and uh, just he would never laugh at a sketch. If he would he would sit there stone faced the whole time, and uh, at the end of it he would give it a little nod. And if he gave it a little nod, I mean it was going to be the best sketch of the week. <laughs> and uh, otherwise, yeah, they're 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 a legendary. That the, the there was a book years ago. That, you know, there was, uh, I mean, we've already had 10 or 11, 12 additional years of SNL when this book came out. But the stories in that book of those those Lampoon writers coming over and, and the, the ragers and the, the drugs and all that stuff, just incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like they don't do that anymore, but right. they used to party really hard, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it seems that way, yeah. Well, 
Uh, the party will be tonight at Punchline. Two shows, 6.38.45, and the same thing uh, tomorrow. And people can get tickets. Go to punchlinephilly.com. Would have been nice to have you here in the studio, but we're not doing that yet. Maybe next time, Matthew, okay? Maybe next time. Thank you so much for having me. You bet, man. Thanks for coming on. Matthew Bassard, guys, at Punchline. You'll be able to see him. Steve, did you ever see a movie... With Billy Crystal called Mr. Saturday Night. I did, yes. I, I liked really, that movie. I liked it. It, it came and went very quickly. He's uh, he's he's not lovable in right. the movie. He's right. a curmudgeon. Yeah. But he's uh, he's a, a comedic... Um, the movie didn't Old do school. well. Yeah. No, I didn't. But but I liked that, you know, he, he and his brother growing up were right. on a comedic tour. He started to get a little bit of fame. And, and it shows you how, you know... There, there were a lot of uh, comedians that, that had television shows back in the 1950s yeah. and 60s, and they just kind of came and went. And uh, I, it just was, thought, I thought it was a great story. It was. It's sort of a Milton Berle-esque. Yes. Yeah. And that was, the, that was the approach. Again, I, I like stuff like that. I always talk about this movie that Carl Reiner directed, the late great Carl Reiner, called uh, The Comic. Dick Van Dyke is a silent film comedian, and uh, there are funny parts to it, but it's really ultimately a sad story about yeah. when, when an industry like Hollywood is done with you. Yeah, that's it. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah, and yeah. if you can't accept that, it can be really uh, cataclysmic. Yeah. Hey, I saw this. Uh, I saw this news story. I actually saw it a couple days ago, but I wanted to make sure that it, uh, that I mentioned this. Um, do you remember this weird story out of uh, Denmark? Uh, where this guy had uh, built his own submarine. He was an inventor. Oh, this yeah. oh, is. Yeah. I'm waiting for the HBO documentary yeah. about this because there was a murder involved. Correct. She was a Swedish journalist, and he has finally confessed in a Danish oh, documentary wow. that he killed her. Okay, so the method of killing her? Well, I don't know how he killed her, but he cut her he up. He cut her up. And threw her out into the ocean. So uh, Kim Wall was her name. She was killed after she boarded uh, Peter Madsen's homemade submarine in Copenhagen Harbor in August 2017. Her mutilated body was discovered on a beach 11 days later. Doesn't every mother, Kathy, tell their daughter to never get on a guy's homemade submarine? (laughs) Where did he make said submarine? I mean... Uh, where did he? Uh, his, you have to in like his make... bedroom. This thing is huge, by it's the way. Huge. We're looking at the yeah. picture of a case. You're exactly right. Where does one? Did he have a dry dock spit? somewhere? He must have, because that's where you'd have to launch it from. Dry right? dock, wet dock. You know. Um, so <laughs> yeah, uh, her body was found. Uh, he was sentenced to life in jail in 2018 when a court dismissed his claim that Ms. Wall's death was an accident. Because I think he'd originally said she died. He was he, he he panicked and so he cut you know, her. You know up. what you do? Cut up the body. Yeah, I'm sorry. I came in. My grandmother was dead on the floor. I panicked. I put her in a wood chipper. Uh, the confession was made to a journalist who secretly recorded more than 20 hours of phone conversations with Matson in jail for a documentary series. I guess you can secretly record people. You can't do that legally here. Uh, in the secret recording, so how are things again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's your submarine. What the happened there to that the girl you had on the beard? <laughs> a beard. Did you chop her into it to pieces? Um, Wait, so did he murder her, or was it an accident? Yeah. No, he no, murdered. He murdered. Oh, he, he okay. murdered. Yeah. Murder, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're gonna. It's gonna air sometime. I guess next week. The inventor answers yes to all the questions. In well, in a question yeah. asking. If he killed Miss Wall, he said there is only one who is guilty, and that is me, mm. uh, according to us. Matt's in a previous... Is there some of the uh, improv that you've been <laughs> coming to know? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's universal. It is. <laughs> Madsen has previously admitted to chopping up Ms. Wall's body and throwing it out to see but maintained her death was an accident. Huh. He's now given permission for the conversations to be aired. Uh, she would, By the way, she was 30 years old when she died. She was an award-winning reporter who had traveled the world for her stories. She reported from Uganda, Cuba, uh, Marshall Islands, Kenya, and the United and States. And some dumbass with a homemade submarine is the end of her. So the reason she got on that submarine says, while staying in Copenhagen with her boyfriend, she had become interested in Madsen's do-it-yourself rocket and submarine projects, and yeah. she just decided to report on it. I wonder, did any suggestion as to what sparked the moment of the murder not that i know of nope not that i know of but he's she apparently made the phone to me for not having torpedoes <laughs> <laughs> there's no torpedoes on this thing what are you an idiot <laughs> i didn't have time to make it to torpedoes <laughs> homemade submarine there was a guy I remember years ago when I was working at Beatle Bookstore and I was just starting in stand-up comedy. I'd drive in to, you know, the, the back entrance of the mall and there was a guy who had a house right near the mall and he was ba- making his own submarine. Oh, my God. Uh, what? And, and it was out, he was out there on his driveway in, you know, super flat, boring Brentwood, Long Island. And he, he was there. And um, I'm thinking... It would not take much to turn what he has right here into a missile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, this is, if I'm his neighbor, I'm like, oh, my God. What are you doing? Yeah, Please. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not a submarine. Completely different. But my my best friend, Steve, I'll never forget when he, he told me his wife, he's like, yeah, Julie wants us to get a pool. She thinks we can do it ourselves. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, she said, you know, we rent a uh, uh, a low, you know, rented a, a whatever an excavator. Sure, yeah. Dig the hole. Back hole, yeah. I'm like, you know, it's a little more complicated than that. Yeah, yeah. just get get a machine that uh, blows out gunite. Right. Exactly. Put a whole bunch of rebar in it, bend it around. Uh, no, listen, you can certainly at some level, but you will have a pool that is a pool you built. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's the distinction. Uh, I, I wouldn't even put up a like a, a above ground pool by I myself. Know. I know. I'd need help with that too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, let me see. Oh, Steve. Speaking of technology, building things, and um, the United States Air Force uh, will have, coming out of aircraft in the Mojave Desert, uh, four-legged robot dogs no. No. offering a possible preview into the future of warfare. Yeah, man. You know where we stand on this Boston Dynamics stuff. These. Uh... Oh, but hang on. These are actually, they're called the Advanced Battle Management System. Steve, they're not built by Boston Dynamics. They are actually built by a manufacturer called Ghost Robotics of Philadelphia. Ah. All right, so maybe they listen and maybe we can get our own Preston and Steve Kildog. I'm hoping (laughs) that's the case. So if you work for Ghost Robotics... Of Philadelphia, we want to come by. I want to see those things. Here's the deal. Our guests arrive. The elevator comes up to the fourth floor. They're (laughs) greeted by two robot dogs. I would love that. Yeah. Escort them to the (laughs) door. Scares the hell out of them. Uh, So here's the deal. um, They're going to have these exercises. Um, these military exercises that are coming up. Like Um, hot yoga? No, not like that kind of exercise. Oh, oh, oh. They're called the Advanced Battle Management System. uh, And... It's the military. It uses artificial intelligence and rapid data analytics to detect and counter threats to U.S. military assets in space and possible attacks to the U.S. homeland with missiles or other means. Now, 
Will Roper, the Assistant Secretary of the Air Force uh, for Acquisition Technology and Logistics, said on a future battlefield, soldiers will face a dizzying array of information to assess and will need to rely on data synthesis done in nanoseconds to fight effectively. Uh, and in fact, where was that? There's a chilling term that they use. I think they call it the kill chain. Yeah, kill chain. Yeah, that's uh, that these things are a part of. Um, you know what? Now, so if I'm... <clears throat> To me, the way to baffle these things is with robotic cats. Right. Or mice or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Scamper around. Right, yeah. But, I mean, you look at this. And, Preston, we're looking at one of the controllers. It's basically an Xbox controller. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's what it looks like. Yeah, right? yeah. So they're going to do this at uh, Nellis Air Force Base in Nevada. And um, uh, it says, the dogs give us visual of the area, all while keeping our defenders close to the aircraft. The dogs are called Vision 60 UV, UGVs, or Autonomous Unmanned Ground Vehicles. Uh, it touts their ability to operate, or the uh, Ghost Robotics touts their ability to operate in any terrain uh, or environment while being adaptable to carry an array of sensors and radios on for a robot dog, or for a dog robot, a fairly simple platform. So so with, with this, and here's the, the, the thing that I think is the benefit of this, if if you can eliminate putting people in harm's way, yeah. uh, that's obviously well, the, that's the benefit. That's what they're for. Uh, uh, of course, when they eventually become autonomous and, and self kill us all, that's when it goes downhill. That's the thing. I mean, they're, they're, they're designed right now to, uh, to survey and uh, reconnaissance and yeah. stuff like that. But you know they're going to strap guns on these things. Well, the first bombs. time a, a serviceman pretends to throw a stick and doesn't, and the <laughs> robot dog realizes it, that's when it all goes downhill. I mean, these guys are located right in Gray's Ferry, like right near University City. What's okay. the name of the company again? Ghost Robotics. If, they, any, if anybody knows anybody who works for Ghost Robotics, please have them get in touch with them. They post yep. these videos where you can see the skyline. You can see the, like, Comcast Center behind it maybe how, we can at least go to their offices and play with the dogs how awesome if we had our own preston and steve kill dog. kill dog yes <laughs> like like um you know that's that's what we'll use we'll use one of these when gary Lauer wants to visit yeah dude here's what we should do we should have them um program these yeah bring out a whole array of them to the uh camp out for hunger and have them do the electric slide Yes. At the same time. Oh, that'd be awesome. How cool would that be? <laughs> um, so, uh, the U.S. military uh, of the future, they may be vital a component of what the Air Force release calls the kill chain. You know, my... my... <laughs> there you go. I think if they could put um, something like a benign-looking cute dog face on it yeah. right, would right. make it a little bit it looks it looks like a headless dog and that is chilling uh yes there the the appearance of it is freaky and and it, it's insect like and and i gotta believe that eventually put they, a big lovable like woo yeah I, I, and they should all have scooby-doo heads i think they will they will sugarcoat it someday they will right. make it look a little bit more uh, appealing to the average person will that make it worse for the taliban terrorist who gets the uh, the scooby-doo right <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, they said we are exploring how to use ABMS to link sensors to shooters across all battle spaces. Yeah, shooters at speed uh, and under threat. Maturing these concepts and capabilities is necessary to fight and win in the information age. Our war, war fighters and combatant co- uh, commands 
must fight at internet speeds to win, according to Air Force Chief of Staff General Charles Charles Brown Jr. So we're watching we're watching footage, and so the unit, the dog, the mechanical robotic dog, gets knocked over, and it gets knocked over. Reminds me of the scene in Terminator Two when the you know the Terminator just sort of reverses itself. Yep. So this thing's on its back, and its legs basically invert, and yeah. it lifts back up again. Yeah. Not like uh, whatever that was in RoboCop when it falls down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The Why would you build it that way? Starts yeah, yeah. having a, a, yeah. a, throwing a fit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put my arms down. Uh, yeah, Steve, terrible movie, but um, it was with uh, Val Kilmer. They go to Mars. Um, Red Planet. Red Planet, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, it's and, actually not bad. And, I, I didn't care for yeah. it. I'll put it that way. Anyway, uh, so they have a robotic uh, rope uh, yes. dog of type yeah, yeah. that becomes their nemesis, uh, and, uh, and they're kind of hunted by it. And it reminded me of something like that. I think that. that's why, yeah, that movie and other movies like, and also Metalhead, mm-hmm. which yeah. is the episode of Black Mirror. Again, if if you want to know why we are so mortified by these things, watch that episode. Uh, Marissa, there was a tweet that's or a text that said you can go by and visit anytime. Yeah, it says there at uh, Penovations Building, corner of Grace Ferry and 34th. The building is a co-op, and you can visit anytime. L- oh, look, it says special discounts for on-air personalities. <laughs> but the rule of ghost robotics is we don't talk about ghost robotics. Somebody also texted. <laughs> said Somebody said they work virtual. there and uh, see them playing with them outside all the time. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, good for them. At least it's local. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we need to take a break. We will return momentarily, and we got some more bizarre file stories we'll share, as well as A to Z. The homeschool edition continues. We're in the S's. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. We're going to do the bizarre file. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre All right, let's get to a couple of uh, stories. We're going to start with this one. My God. A teenager was rushed to the hospital after a four-foot-long python oh. hiding in the toilet bit his penis, no. leaving blood spurting everywhere. Did you see the picture of the toilet? I did. Yeah. Uh, Syrupop. Oh, I'm rolling. You love the smell of your... Nope, rolling. <laughs> oh, my boy. There we go. Syrafop uh, Mesocurrit went to the bathroom oh when he felt God. a sudden searing pain in his manhood. He looked down, saw the python <laughs> with its jaws clamped around the tip of his penis. Oh, my God. Uh, Syrafop said that he screamed in terror during the incident. Uh, oh, my boy. This was in Thailand, by the way. He was rushed to a nearby hospital so his injuries could be treated. Doctors gave Sirahop uh, three stitches in the glands at the tip of the penis and treated the bite wound with antibiotic wash to kill any bacteria from the python's fangs. Thankful, uh, it was a smaller python, right? Yes, it was. Well, it was four feet long, so okay. yeah, it wasn't a giant one, but still, still, any python that bites your uh, your unit. Is a bad python. And uh, Syrafop said in a quote, I hope that my penis can recover. <laughs> uh, animal handlers arrived at the home and began searching for the snake, which was still coiled up in the toilet bowl. And Syrafop's penis, and uh, I hope I recover too. Uh, they used snake catching equipment to snare the python. They put it in a sack before releasing it back into the woodland. So how does the... I have never understood how a snake gains access... Yeah, to the toilet. Yeah. I don't know. 
Japanese rescuers were searching this past Thursday for a livestock ship that a survivor said sank with 42 crew members aboard during rough water off a southern Japanese island. A crew member was rescued after the uh, Japanese Navy surveillance aircraft spotted him wearing a life vest, waving while bobbing in the water. Steve, also, uh, the ship uh, was an 11-ton Gulf livestock ship was carrying... 5,800 cows in it. They went under as well. And, of course... It was another catastrophe. Thank you. It's the only reason I brought this story up. And I realized that we could use... For once, I realized it was another catastrophe. It was an utter catastrophe. Now, people died, and that was horrible. But a lot of cows cows did as well. And that was another catastrophe. A Lycoming County man has been sentenced 48 years in state prison for being drunk when his speeding pickup truck... Uh, struck the back of a horse-drawn buggy. This is back in 2017, injuring six members of an Amish family. Christopher Whitney Cranham, Cranmer uh, was the man who was charged with all kinds of stuff. The judge... I think I remember this. Uh, judge Mark uh, Lavecchio uh, said that he would like to have imposed a longer sentence, but uh, accepts a plea agreement because he recognized that the Amish likely would not participate in the trial. I guess it's not... They don't go to the trials. And the victim did not submit a victim impact statement that said uh, he said would have given him insight into the severity of the injuries. What's the mindset of the Amish community when it comes to things like this? Forgive and forget? I don't really. It may be. Yeah. It may be. But it's it's interesting. What's interesting is what the judge said to him. So Lavecchio noted uh, uh, Kramer has 10 adult convictions, three as a juvenile. He has parole revoked three times. Lavecchio said... uh, or he told Lavecchio and said, you don't have a clue what you've done to your life and to others. He said, if you continue your ways, you will die a horrible death. This was a 60 UI conviction in Pennsylvania. And he says, the judge says he expects Kramer to start drinking again when he gets out of prison. And he said, maybe you could do the community a favor. Move to the wilderness somewhere and just drink yourself to death. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he's in need of a liver transplant. And he said it was destroyed by medicine prescribed for colitis. Uh, but the need for a new liver is related to alcohol use, Lavecchio countered, pointing out that those with colitis are not allowed to drink. So That's heavy duty. Yeah. So, yeah but but he he, said, he's, he's, he, the judge is right. Yeah. Stop it. Uh, Kentucky man accused of stealing a police canine had allegedly used Vienna sausages to lure the dog away from the deputy's property. Oh, bastard. Uh, sheriff's deputy responded to a report of 26-year-old Brandon Harmon trespassing. Uh, he met with the suspect who asked for a ride so he could point out a weed trimmer that had been stolen. Look at over there. It's a weed trimmer. Upon their arrival, the deputy realized the weed trimmer was not the one in question. Uh-huh. Harmon then charged these. This, this one sh- had a mustache. Harmon <laughs> then changed the subject and asked the deputy if the sheriff's office knew what had happened to its canine that had been taken from a deputy's fenced-in property on August 8th. The canine had been found later that month after going missing. The deputy confronted Harmon about the canine's brief disappearance, at which Harmon admitted that he coaxed him out with Vienna sausages. Where are the sausages? So he was. Why did he sausages. do that? I don't know. You said you'd bring me sausages. He loved I them. don't see no sausages. Yeah. I want sausages. Sausages are good. Sausages are good. So Harmon was arrested <laughs> and sausages and charged. I want sausages. I want. Any chance to play the sausage? Yeah, uh, he didn't say why he did it, and they don't know. He was sentenced and charged with theft by unlawful taking and second degree criminal trespassing as well. Felony use of a sausage. 
The Vienna. My my dad used to call them Vienna sausages. Vienna sausages. <laughs> That's how southern my family is. <laughs> Vienna sausages, Dad. All right. Um, do we have to wrap it up now? Yeah, we well, need to do one more. Okay. One last story. North uh, Yorkshire police in England say 80-year-old Harry Harvey was reported missing Sunday afternoon. Uh, after becoming separated from his hiking partner in a national park, a four-day search followed, but it was called off on Wednesday when a wildlife photographer spotted Harvey at a pub during a press <laughs> a press conference planned by his family and rescuers <laughs> to spread the word of his disappearance. So he's in the pub where they're, where they're doing the public yes! statement to get people to help look for him. Yeah. That's hilarious. Harvey told reporters he got lost during a hailstorm and ended up camping out for three nights with equipment that he carried with him to hike. Quick question, is there a reward for his discovery? He was in good health and was not injured, but he was hungry. That's great. Yep, he was right there. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, Casey's giving me this. I want to give it to you. I have a carload pass for for up to four people for the Jurassic Quest. Yeah! And this is going to be, uh, it's going on now through Sunday. So uh, we'll set you up with these tickets now. Call number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. And it's this really cool thing at Wells Fargo Center. It's a drive through exhibit. And they have like life-size, over 70 true-to-life-size dinosaurs. Uh, and you listen to some information that's broadcast on your radio, which is really cool. Uh, so give us a call, uh, number 15. You get them. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Lesson question, trash, music news. Those are on the way. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, but we have something else to do. We're going to do today's lesson question. And we have a $50 Rita's gift card to give away for the correct answer to <clears throat> this question. Uh, it is... Steve's neighbor's uh, daughter is Rhiannon. What is her son's name? 215-263-WMMR. Steve's neighbor's daughter is Rhiannon. What is her son's name? If you're listening, then you have got to give us a call. 215-263-WMMR. And we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Let's get to the stories. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Gwyneth Paltrow will be returning for a second season of her Netflix docu-series, The Goop Lab. The show will be packaged with a new Amber Heard docu-series called The Poop Shoot. Oh, my God. Lindsay Lohan has started a new motivational business venture in the United Arab Emirates called Be Your Own Boss. Lohan says that as her own boss, she was thrilled to find out that there was no issue with working completely drunk. (laughs) And finally, Carol Baskin letting slip that her first dance on Dancing with the Stars will be to the Survivor classic Eye of the Tiger. Producers say it was the most obvious choice as there is no song called I Murdered My Husband. (laughs) 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 And that's your Hollywood All right, thank you, Steve. Let's see if we can indeed find the correct answer. And uh, Steve's neighbor's daughter is Rhiannon. And what is her son's name? I will go to Chrissy to see if we can get the answer. Chrissy, good morning. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, I'm sorry. Hey. She's talking to someone else. I know. I know. I want to hear what's going on. Hi. Is this Chrissy? What's your name? Is this Christy? Hello. Hello. Speak to us. I want to find out who this is. 
What is she doing? Well, I don't know. She doesn't know that she's Chrissy. On. Hey, you on the phone right now. You're on the air. What's your name? Come on, Queen. Chrissy. Yay! Chrissy, I've been sitting here and saying your name for the past two minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. You can go your own way. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Who are you talking to, Chrissy, before you came out with us? It's Chrissy. (laughs) Chrissy, who are you talking to? We heard you speaking to somebody. It's Chrissy. Okay. Okay. Chrissy. Can you... Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Who were you talking to while we were on hold there? I My phone went out. Okay. okay. All right. Well, uh, you need to get to Rita's. So we're going to give you a $50 gift certificate for Rita's. And uh, it's, summer is still on in full force at Rita's. It's Chrissy. Head to Rita's. Chrissy? All your favorite delicious frozen treats. It's the summer of yum at Rita's. This is Casey's Eagles fight song, by the way. If you remember this? Yeah. We'll hear a little bit of the chorus. Perfectly placed. Hey, um, That's great. That I was stunned to find out you were unaware that there was a game Sunday. Yeah, uh, dude, thank God we had that chick from Duncan on yeah. today to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Because I also have a Dun- I'm a DD Perks member, so there you go. I'm gonna get a dollar medium coffee. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going hot or iced yet, but you know I'll make that decision on Sunday. That's all right. But dude, who are they playing? Yeah, I don't know. We should call that chick back and ask her. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was Chrissy. No. <laughs> oh, it's Chrissy, Jessica. Jessica. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, so we're not playing the whole song because no. we're doing the uh, the A to Z. But yes. we played a little bit of it. We squeezed it in there. Yeah, actually, the name, the full name of the song, we can play it next because it's called Southern Ready to Go. No, it's uh. not. Um, so anyhow, uh, yeah, Sunday it's happening. Uh, we got to do music news. Preston <laughs> and Steve's music news on ninety three three WMMR. Some people are asking, find out if Chrissy was from Delco, please. People are wondering, uh, oh, yeah. conjecturing that uh, no, maybe from Delaware. I would venture to say Bucks go. All right, no, we'll, we'll find no out. She's from Bristol. What are you talking we're, about? We're going to find out. We're going to yeah. find out in a moment. She's actually uh, your neighbor. Hang on. Uh, Marissa's looking at Moose. Pancake, come in here and tell us what's down. Yeah. Oh, man, if Pancake's in there, let me Bucks County. <laughs> What? what? Jersey. 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 Oh, Chuck's neighbor. You both win. Do I have a sponsor for me? Mm-hmm. We're good. Okay. So, Marilyn Manson released a new single, Don't Chase the Dead, yesterday. One day in advance of today's We Are Chaos album release. Uh, the new 10-song project is the follow-up to Manson's 2017 Heaven Upside Down album. Uh, we Are Chaos was produced, by the way, uh, by late Will- Waylon Jennings' son, Shooter Jennings. It'll be interesting to see how that sounds. Oh, that's cool. Pantera's final album, Reinventing the Steel, turns 20 this year and Celebrate Rhino will release the two new versions that feature an unreleased mix of the album by producer Terry Date. Uh, Reinventing the Steel 20th Anniversary Edition will include a three-CD set that includes a newly remastered version of the original album and a selection of rarities, uh, and it is due out on October 30th. Lars Ulrich revealed that Metallica actually jokes about who would portray them in a biopic. 
Uh, during a chat with Collider, the drummer was asked whom he would like to play him in a movie, to which he laughed and said, yeah, well, there'd need to be a five foot seven small balding guy. He said, I mean, we sort of joke about this all the time. We used to have uh, kind of the standard answer back in the day just because uh, you'd get asked that every three months in interviews. He said, James Spader would play me. The Cowardly Lion from The Wizard of Oz would play James Hetfield. <laughs> That's actually good. And we joke about how Carlos Santana would play Kirk Hammett. I mean, I have a, I think Jason Siegel would be a good Lars. Um, He's way too tall. Yeah, I know. But How about the new pole? Really yeah, I know. But they the could, new pole. <laughs> new pole. No, they could, you know, movie magic, trick photography and whatnot. Okay. Uh, also, maybe uh, like Ian a John, McKellen. James McKellen, I think, could play James Hatfield. Yeah. Who? We're off to never, never. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very fantastic. Yes. So, yes yeah. <laughs> Uh, he went on to say the question would back in uh, what time period are we talking? Is it Metallica and their youthful times or now? There's so many incredibly talented people out there, and it's incredible how some actors can just transform. I think what Taron Egerton did as Elton John stands out as just being incredible casting and incredible fit. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. I think it's perfect. I think it's perfect. I forgot. I'm sorry. I stepped on your head. <laughs> Coming October 30th are a clutch of 20th anniversary editions of U2's 2000 Grammy Award-winning album, uh, All That You Can't Leave Behind. Uh, Billboard reported the release will feature a new 12-track remaster of the album with additional track, uh, The Ground Beneath Her Feet, and a 51-track Super Deluxe box set. <laughs> Uh, the band has just posted an acoustic version of Stuck in a Moment You Can't Get Out of. What was the album that they uh, just gave to everybody Well, on? I'm looking at it right now, Steve, because I can't get it off of my friggin' phone. <laughs> Six years, yeah. Songs of Innocence has been on my phone because yeah. it was a gift. I don't want it. I don't want it, and it's sitting. I don't want it, and it's just still sitting there. I don't know how to get rid of it. It was actually a, a nice idea, but it was it just it blew back. Yeah. It's a little intrusive. Yeah. Uh, and presumptive, too. Yes. Um, so, All That You Can't Leave Behind was released on November 17th. Uh, it featured, uh, 2000 is the year it came out, and featured such YouTube classes as Beautiful Day, Stuck in a Moment You Can't Get Out Of, Great Song, Elevation, and Walk On. Um, so, there's some good stuff on there that we'll be doing that release. And then one last thing, uh, coming October 23rd is Bruce Springsteen's latest album with the E Street Band. It's called Letter to You, the 12-track collection is his 20th studio album and was recorded at his home studio in New Jersey. The set release, the set release coincides with the 40th anniversary of the Boss classic double album, The River, which was released on October 17th, 1980. Remember, that was a Christmas present that year. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Let me get my double uh, Bruce album. And that is what I have for you in music news. We have a... New Daily Rush video up. I don't think I hit this yesterday. It's called PNS Life Hacks, and it just says you learn stuff. <laughs> uh, so we'd we'd realize some things. And yes. We'll along to Watch it now. PrestonSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club restaurant and bar. We're going to take a break. Last break. Come back. Give away a Word of the Week prize. One more song from the A to Z for us, and then Pierre takes that over. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. Hey gang, it's safe to say we've never seen anything quite like 2020. Challenging, uncertain, unprecedented. Go ahead, pick an adjective, any adjective. We'll wait. 
We've been through a lot, probably with more to come, but we've stuck together like Philly always does. It's pretty easy to feel helpless, but there are a few things we can do. Like social distancing, avoiding large crowds, and wearing a mask when you're out in public. It might seem like a pain, but it's nothing compared to what some people are dealing with. So let's do the things we can do while we have to, and we'll get this great city and great country back to normal. A message from your friends at 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. 93.3 WNMR. It's everything that rocks as we do the A to Z. And I found that interesting that uh, Southern Cross led right into Southern Man. Crosby, Seals, and Nash, and then Neil Young on his own. Yeah. Right after that. Uh, next, we're headed out into space with Pierre Robert for a stretch. Ooh. So a few things will be headed to space as he Take takes us space. Yes. <laughs> Somebody had pointed out that that was played out of order today. Yes, it was. It was uh, just slightly out of order. <laughs> it was for content. Said do a jump on it. Earlier uh, in the week, somebody was looking at the list, and in the middle of it, the Bob the Builder theme song popped up. Seriously? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were talking about my bowl that I broke yep. the other day, and uh, sure enough, we had to play the uh, the theme song. That's funny. I didn't think about that, because some of those things that we will play do come up on, what do, what do you call the thing? RFF or RFA or RFU? Uh, yeah, the, I had some like iTunes music thing. Right. Something. I don't know, but it's on WMR.com if you go no, to No, I the... meant when you're in your car. The feed. Oh, the RSS. The... RSS. RSS. Right, there the you go. Uh, Luftwaffe. That's a little thing that tells you what the song is. Uh, that was the German uh, oh, all right. I'm all over the place. Okay. All right, so thank you to guest uh, Jessica Weisman, who was on yes. from Duncan, the field marketing manager, and they had this special deal on game days. You can get dollar uh, medium, hot, or cold uh, coffees. Or, I, not cold coffees, iced coffees, I should say. And, uh, yeah, and uh, she gave us some giveaways, so we were happy to do that. Thank you, Jessica. And thank you to comedian Matthew Broussard. Yes. Who will be at Punchline <laughs> in Philadelphia tonight and tomorrow. There are two shows each night. You want to get your tickets, you can do that by going to punchlinephilly.com. So it was cool to have them on. And in, enter Pierre Robert. I almost said in walks, but I wanted to go with the more theatrical. Enter <laughs> Pierre Robert. I like the theatrical. Yeah, nice to see you. Nice to see you, kids. Um, interesting, when you played Sour Girl and you talked about the festival yes. at Y100, um, I had interviewed Scott uh, and Dean maybe six months before that, maybe three, I don't know, a couple of months before that and gotten to know them. And I called Jim McGuinn and asked him if I could go backstage and just say a quick hi to them, which is why I was uh, theoretically competing station, I don't know. Yeah, at the time, yeah, sure. But, I mean, I didn't look at it really that way, because right. I always liked all of you guys, and I liked Y100 very much. Um, but, um, and he was kind enough to say, yeah. And so, I was in the room when you did the interview, but I also was in the room when they played Sour Girl. You thought I had left, but I was the one who gave Eric Kretz the keys. Oh, oh he was playing gosh. your keys. Oh, okay. nice. Yeah. Nice. Great experience, great yeah. memory, right? It was a great memory because um, they they're getting ready to do it, and he goes, "Does anyone have any keys?" Mm-hmm. And I patted my both pockets, and indeed I did, and I handed him my keys, and he jangled my keys. So yeah. I would love to hear that version. I gotta I have find it. A great version of just Scott and Dean doing it here uh, in our studios, um, which is a really soulful version. He had just gotten out of rehab a couple of weeks before was doing really strong, really happy, um, and that was the extension of that tour when they did the festival. And I realized I told a, a part of it incorrectly when, when Stephen Jenkins from Third Eye Blind popped in and kind of 
<clears throat> sabotage the interview for just a moment. I'd said that Dean had called him Sonny Boy. It was actually Robert. Oh, who really? Called, yeah, he said, okay, thank you, Sonny Boy. You can go now or something like that. Wow. And it, was, it was this interesting little tense moment. Yeah, it's fun to see arguments with rock stars. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, shall we do the letter? I'm thinking. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. Oh, as in Operation. All right, now, I never do this. First caller. What? Oh! I said it. Oh! 215-263-WMMR. First caller. You get a chance to uh, win the Word of the Week prize, so do that now. Give us a call right now. Um, what's up today? You got the A to Z, obviously. The A to Z will continue. Um, we've got, as you mentioned, a space songs. One of my theme songs will uh, take us out of this break shortly. And then um, we've got songs ranging from Monster Magnet to David Bowie. Everyone knows what that one's going to be, to Deep Purple. Um, and then we get to some speaking and some speeding and some spiders and um, some spirits. And um, on we go. So it's going to be fun. excellent. It's yeah. it's great. When do you so pick a time you think it ends? That's good uh, question because the S has been long. I kicked off the S category at, I think around noon yesterday. Yeah, twelve thirty one. I don't know. So S has gone a long time. Is it Monday? I think it's going to go longer. Okay. Um, I wouldn't. I would not, as they say, be mad at that. Uh, I wouldn't be mad at it either, but I don't know. And um, I start vacation on Monday, so I <laughs> I, I want to I want to be here when it ends. But um, there it there we'll it get is. back to your vacation days. Okay, I'll just do that. <laughs> I actually already did that. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> so, but um, yeah. So I I mean it's you know, and I remember the very first one. It went two something weeks, and the second one went almost three weeks. Um, and then, uh, you know, we've, we've tailored it a little bit. Hey, how long ago did that start? When was that first or second one? It was, uh, at fifth and market. Uh, we were downtown by the Liberty Bell and Joe Bonadonna came in and he was our program director and said, I got this idea of doing an A to Z and you, you'd heard of band A to Z's like a right. Beatle A to Z or uh-huh. Rolling Stones A to Z, stuff like that. And I, I said, is like in order of bands, he goes, no, in order of song title, and I go, that's interesting. And it was it was amazing. Um, but we didn't have a computer to load all the songs in. So each song had to be loaded individually uh, on CD or on vinyl, depending. And uh, it it was great fun. Great fun. But do you remember when that would have been? Oh, sorry. Um, 92 to 93, 93, 94, okay. somewhere between 92 and 95. It's funny because okay. the norm used to be, and we talk about it, Preston, the, uh, you know, the, the, the standard thing would be that the, the top 500, the top 200, the top 100 songs. Or the, yeah. And they'd always end up with Stairway to Heaven at number one and right. you know, standard stuff. I mean, we're talking thousands of songs right. here. It's yep. just a vast difference. I remember doing the morning show and Supper's Ready had come up from Genesis, which yeah. is 20 minutes long. <laughs> it's not exactly what you call a morning show song. It's right. one of my favorite songs. I love it. And it um and I think I ran it between ten minutes to the hour and ten minutes after the hour. It just was the only feature during that particular time. That's great. Um so who knows? All right, I'm gonna see if we do indeed have a winner. I'm gonna go to Jim for the word of the week. Hi Jim, good morning. Good morning. All right, Jim, what's our word of the week, bud? Hero. Great day in the morning the day that we remember them. Absolutely correct. Yep. And 
So we are going to set you up, my man. We have a Pie Zeke round barbecue and fire pit kit from Landis Block. Did you Block, you can start imagining your own backyard paradise by looking at the photo gallery online at landisbc.com. All right, Jim, hang on, buddy. Thanks. All right, <laughs> yeah. Welcome. All right, there you go. Oh my God! <laughs> I didn't ask him what he thought about it, but uh, I'm sure that would have been his reaction. He would have been embarrassed because he would have been he'd have gotten too emotional. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Chrissy was in the room and she's handsome. <laughs> she, she, yeah. she was. She was there. Uh, uh. All right, uh, I'm going to take a moment to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, and also Dunkin', the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, next week, Case, okay, anything Lots you want to mention? Stuff, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, come on, great man. Great guests yeah, yeah, yeah. and great yeah. features and great times, and it'll be glorious. I think I might officially get my head out of my ass next week. Uh, Casey normally writes down a list of, uh, of guests and things that we have oh, coming up next week. We're going to talk to Brewer. Today. Yes, oh, wow. that's yeah. right. Yeah. Brewer and Brewer. Shipley. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Kathy. One took over, over the, the line. line. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Your yeah. fall activities, are we going to get those next week? We are going to get those Noise. next week. Yeah, okay. cool. and all that stuff. All right, so we'll, we'll have plenty for you, trust me. That's it. We are done. Ray John, have yourself a great weekend, and we will see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. hate you. Live. You gotta get over this COVID 19, brother, and start hanging out with my main man, Charlie Sheen. We got Tiger's blood, brother. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Next message. Dude, Slayer, first time caller, used to listen to a different station. Moved. Now I listen to this, and it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. A. Next message. Hey, why are there so many accidents on Friday? It seems like there's twice as many as any other day. You know, you might say, Go sad, bro. I say, go accident, bro. It's Friday. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.